Hi, everybody. I'm Joe. I'm Derek. And I'm Matt. And we are your hosts for Beats, Balls, and Bourbon, the official supporter uh, podcast for the Lucidity Drumline, the Groove Machine. Uh, we have a great show lined up for you. Yes, that's just this. Yeah, girl. this thing. <laughs> um, I like pointing at things. Yes, that's good to know. I'm here only to break Joe up. And make nah, him laugh. Yeah, well, it works. Yeah. So I uh, uh, just want to first, before we begin, want to say thank you to our guest from last week, Harry Lindsay, uh, who is uh, uh, an employee of the team. We had Glenn Grum, who was here, and Mike Bronlow, Scouse, who was featured today. Scouse is featured on the yeah. USL Championship website. That was pretty cool. Which is very cool. Um, so it was good to see. And I was in the picture, which makes it even better. So yeah. I'm hoping everybody thinks that he's me. <laughs> Because I'm way better than looking scouses. Yeah. Because okay. so, oh. <laughs> it says second from the left, and there was that one guy on the far left who was like half cut off. Yeah. And hit you. <laughs> so you're like half scouse. Yeah, I'm half scouse. I'm, a, I'm a scousing, scousling, scouse. How are you, Derek? I'm good. I've got high blood pressure. I like high scores. So high Thanks. scores and high blood pressure is never. I'll take it. Well, high blood pressure is a challenge. High blood pressure. My gallbladder is not going to come out, and I'm not dying. Well, so it, it, hopefully, if you ever have to have your gallbladder out, it goes a lot better than mine yeah. goes. <laughs> Because mine didn't go too well. No, no. <laughs> mine did. Matt, how are you, sir? Not bad. You know, I'm exhausted and sore, but I'm here. Best part of the week. That's, that's Let's do happens. this. Everybody keeps getting sick. That's what happens. Yeah. Every, being sore all the time is what happens to every jiggle yep. that I know. Well, you so, know. <laughs> so anyway, uh, once again, I want to thank those boys. We have a great show today. Jorge Pazmino. Is it Pazmino or Pazmino? Pasmino, so I got that right. Jorge Pasmino, one of our, our awesome capos, capos. I keep doing that. Jeez. James Pizzolatto. I guess that's the heretics. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's here. And then we're going to have Lisa Hines here. Uh, Patrick couldn't make it today. Patrick had to cancel late because apparently he had to go to Lamont's class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's, it's important. Me. It's very important because uh, yep. I, I think, you know, you, you do not want to be on the wrong side of, uh, of your wife as she's giving birth. <laughs> no. I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think that that goes over real well. So, um, so, but uh, Lisa Hines is one of our supporters, and like we've been talking about, we want to start bringing in more supporters that aren't necessarily part of any of the any of the podcasts or lead any groups or something like that, because we want this to be about you guys. And uh, hopefully, as we go on and we cycle through all the folks that have been, you know, an integral part of that, and that's why we have the two guys that are having here today, and why we've had most of the guests we've had in the past is that they've been around since day one and have done so many great things to help us out. So we feel that they deserve some time to talk to you all about anything that they want to. But we're looking forward to reaching out and doing a bunch of that. Um, also, uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about next week's show. Next week's show is basically amazing, okay? Not that this one is not personal. <laughs> or he was Some offense taken. <laughs> some offense taken. But we'll tell you about that in a little bit. We want to we get rolling. <laughs> But uh, anyway, you know, as we normally do, we have a game recap. Uncle Luigi did send us a poem and a song this week, apparently. A poem and a song. And a song. Wow. Yeah, his, his friendship with Juan down in Havana. I guess he's got a lot of time well. on his hands yeah. down he, there. Well, like, you know, he's hiding from the police. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. But uh, rumor has it that next week uh, we may be reaching out to Bugsy O'Malley as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, since it is, it is what, it's, what is it next week? What is the big uh, lit? What is it? Lit? Lipa FC, the Louisville Indianapolis Proximity Association, Association Football, Football Contest. <laughs> so we're gonna have we're gonna have like I said we'll talk about that in a while. But we're glad that you joined. And of course we have our do our game recap, which is kind of a happy one this week because uh, <laughs> things went pretty well. Yes. Considering that you three wins in a row. Three wins in a row. It's nine points. It is. And um, 
we have a wonderful poem and a song here that apparently Juan sent us to, about all of this. So anyway, in Uncle Luigi's voice, we want to send it. Uncle Luigi, thank you so much for sending a poem. Here we go, about last week. So here he is once again discussing the events about the game last Saturday night as our boys in Poiple continued to do what they could as they keep trying to make everything in the standings right. Things had gotten a bit sour. We weren't winning too much, and it made everyone start to have a real sad frown. But then after that, we got a couple of wins, which has gone a long way to get everyone on Twitter to calm the freak down, which is very important because Twitter is kind of crazy. Now, our opponent that night was a team there from Charleston, or the Battery, as we know them so well. You know, I got accused of battery once. Sorry. <laughs> he, he did? Yeah. What kind of battery? Now, now that you need to chime in. Somebody salted him. Okay. Yeah. I, thought you're making, I thought you were making cupcakes or something. Okay. <laughs> the battery, as we know them so well. But they ain't been winning, so get the fans to come to the games for the owners must be a very difficult Dora sell. Ah, so, okay. Yeah. It's like a pun. There's a pun in there. Now, Charleston is known for a couple of things. One's a revolutionary battle fought down in the south. The other is a candy that nobody really likes that makes your teeth run out of your freaking mouth. I'm not really sure what's in a Charleston chew. Is it chocolate? Is it caramel? That lumpy thing of nut? All I know is that the one time I ever tried to eat one kind of tasted like something that came out of a rhinoceros's butt. Mm. But anyway, it's kind of nasty. Ew. But anyway, I digress. I really should be nice. I should give Charleston a chance. Besides, as you know, it is really much too easy to make fun of a town named after one of those silly dances. Do you ever do Charleston? No. You do a little of this, you do a little of that. I don't know. No. I no? Was, <laughs> I was born sometime in the last 70 years. Okay. There you go. <laughs> now, before the game started, there was a deluge. The rain fell thick throughout the park. There were big-ass puddles of water laying all over the place. Hey, oh, they should have played the game on freaking Noah's Ark. Right. You heard of the Ark, right? Where Noah saved the animals as they were there in pairs of two. Yeah, it's up in northern Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> and since they were in pairs, oh, my own, that boat must have been rocking back and forth. I mean, seriously, what the hell else was there to do? <laughs> okay, okay, it's time to move on. Another song here from one. About the exploits of the boys from Lou City and the way they was managed to play the game in a swamp, as one can guess, to do that, it must have been quite tricky. I don't know. Now, tricky is a clue, I think. Tricky may be a bit of a clue. Here we go. Brace yourselves. I don't know. For us to win the title, more winning is so vital. To win the game, they light the flame to get three stars and to proclaim that Blue City's now the time. It's now the time to light and shine. Blue City. Blue City. Blue City, now the time. It's now the time for us to shine. Blue City. Here we go. They gave it start early. They made it us so squirrely. They flopped around and hit the ground just like a birdie, surely. They countered. It was sleazy. They scored a goal too easy. We're down by one. This isn't fun, but we're just getting started, son. New City, start the time. It's not a time. It's not a time. New City. This is fun. I like this. New City, it's not a time. It's not a time for us to shine. New City. <laughs> The first step was dragging on, was not feeling fine. Then somebody stepped on, hoping, oh, it's penalty time. Then Magnus placed the ball on the spot and began. He put the ball into the net and we was tied up again. Blue City, it's not a time, it's not a time for us to shine. Blue City! 
Field like that for 45 minutes. Long cleans. Long cleans. You've got to be tired, though, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I'd be exhausted. Mm-hmm. They look at the madness, looked exhausted. Yeah. They all looked exhausted. So, anyway, our recap we won. It's nine points. By the way, since we started doing songs, I think we've won like four, three more. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. This is like a new luck charm. Now we have to keep doing it. Yeah, we have to yeah. keep doing it, kind of. Anyway, <laughs> hope you liked it. Anyway, we're going to move on now <laughs> to our first guest. I think he's ready. Jorge, you ready? He's like, I don't know. Or hey, Cosmino, you've been here for like, I guess you've been here since the first year, right? I remember you came home for Capo Week. I've been here since the beginning. Beginning. Beginning at all times. (laughs) (laughs) Now, then, forever. I know that uh, uh, you you hang out in several sections. You're like a, you're a a, a fixture. I don't know, how would I put that? I move around. I try not to stay still just to kind of give everybody a chance to see me. Well, and, and they and me too. <laughs> it's kind of hard to miss. But I want to thank you for coming on. I mean, no, thank you uh, for having me. Because it's uh, it's been uh, one of the guys from the beginning. Like I said, I've been trying to get everybody on that that has been a part of this so for for uh, from the beginning. And you're one, definitely one of those guys. And it's it's always a lot of fun to see you. Um, what we usually do is ask a little bit about what you did before you went to your first Lou City game. I know it's kind of a long story, you know, but Family, where you grew up, kids, job, whatever. Uh, so I'm originally from uh, South America, Quito, Ecuador, and uh, I moved to the U.S. in uh, 1999 is when I arrived. Okay. Um, I came to Louisville as an immigrant, as an international student uh, mm-hmm. to the University of Louisville. Okay. And uh, I mean, that's like in a nutshell how I, how I got here. What did you major in? Uh, it was business. Okay. Yeah, I mean, kind of hard to... Was it business or was it like business? It was... <laughs> Because that's what I did in college. I yeah. did business. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I actually had like a you know a couple of years of uh, college uh, before I actually had the opportunity to come uh, as an international student. But yeah, um, it was just you know everything was different. Uh, the language was different. Um, even though I spoke the language, um, there's a lot of things that didn't make any sense. 
Okay. Um, and it's Lang, especially got me. What's up, bruh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like the simple thing is, you know, when when uh, English is your second language, um, you have to understand that the the it's not just the translation of right, it. Right. There's nuances. It's like there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I mean, there's so many things that you, that I can bring up that I had to learn, you know, because um, learning the language in school, um, they don't teach you that. Right. <laughs> it's kind of important skills. Exactly. Being able to speak. So you can, you're over here, you go to school. Uh, I know you ended up in the military, right? Yes. Okay, so that's, uh, when did that happen? Um, so I was uh, as a student in, 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 at the University of Louisville, and I had an opportunity to mm -hmm. join the Army. Okay. Um, and my family has rich uh, military history. Okay. Uh, like my dad served in the Ecuadorian Army. Wow, okay. My brother was in the Navy, you know, so it wasn't, like, foreign to me. Okay. Um, I was just here as a new, you know, uh, immigrant and um, this country gave me a lot of opportunities so um, after 9-11 just it was one of those things like you know it's time to give back and mm -hmm. um, I joined and uh, yeah so you know did some great things while I was serving for the US Army and um, got out and just continue. How, how, long were you, how long were you in? All together um, about eight years all together wow, okay. yeah yeah, okay. like reserve time, active duty, sure, you sure, know, sure, sure, deployments sure. and all that. So Okay, so um, eventually at some point you met someone, yes? Yes. When did that happen? How did that happen? Uh, well, uh, my beautiful wife, Lauren, I think mm -hmm. she's watching. She's probably not watching. But <laughs> she knows what you look she's like. Oh, I have seen his wife. <laughs> That's my funny, right? my yeah, wife. You keep saying that. My my wife. Yeah, no, no, she, she's been at some games. Right. Like... I know I'm very selective ones, but no, no, she, um, she tried, she tried to understand what, like, she understands my passion for the sport. Sure, sure. Uh, because where I'm from, is not a sport. It's right. You know, the, the the kids don't play the sport. They live it. They live it. They are born in the culture, um, and I, I mean, that's that's all that everybody knows. Okay. You now know? let me get into that a little because I was definitely going to ask you about that. The culture of the the culture of soccer worldwide is so much different than it is here. Yes. I understand we have to kind of grow into it. I think there's a couple of things that are going to limit us to have that as time goes on, because as I understand, with my mom being from Spain and my father having lived in Italy and, and served in Italy, that it's got community-based sport, mm -hmm. right? And it's been around for a while. Being around for a while is one thing, but there's also I mean, there's plenty of sports that have been around for a while. I mean. You, what do you see as growing up as a young kid, and now you know? Then when you see people so connected to the sport at a at, at a at, in their soul, mm -hmm. where do you think that comes from? Well, when I left South America, I was 19 years old, right. so I already experienced the sport growing up, um, understanding what it means to the people. Right. And when I left, that was one of the biggest pieces that I missed the most. Right. Um, it was that connection to to that passion, let you know. Me, let me go back to that a little bit then. Let me ask you about um, the professional setup in your country. Mm -hmm. um, what was that like? Was, was, was there a division one? Did they have multiple divisions? Uh, well, um, promotion and relegation is yeah. enforced, obviously. You know, that's the system. Mm -hmm. um, so, and it's kind of interesting because when I left, and I, I do follow, you know, the, the league over there, mm -hmm. and remember some of the teams that I used to follow. Right. Um, and there's some names that I... Like some of teams, they are now in the in the A group. Right. Um, that I like, you know, like 
never seen him before, never heard of him. Okay. And, but when I start looking online, mm -hmm. it's like the club has been playing for like 80 years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like founded in like 1950 something. Right. And it's just beautiful because they're, they're all representing certain parts of the country, sure. you know, and that happens not just in Ecuador, but it happens in Colombia, sure. in Brazil, in Argentina, you know. So it's just that team that represent the people of a, of a specific geographic area. Mm -hmm. So it's not about, I mean, dude, it, it, it's, it's just a lot different, right. you know. And that's, that's what I've been saying about the whole MLS thing. Even, even our league, to a point now, is that the, the teams, it's more of a regional Base sport, mm -hmm. like I, you would never find a team in a country that where the, where the game is, is so important named Colorado. You know what I'm saying? Like they, that represents an entire state like that, mm -hmm. right? I mean, if, does, that, does that make sense? Is that true? No, it, yeah, because um, when you think about well, in other cities in, in in South America, you don't you don't have um, a team that represents a geographic area. Right, it's right. just like a community. It's a community right. thing. So you can have in in Serie A, which is the A, you know, like the first tier or, or of the league. Uh, you may have teams that they're geographically distant, maybe twenty miles right, from right, each other. Exactly, exactly. So you know, it's like like saying. Middletown and Shepherdsville. Right. <laughs> and when Shepherdsville makes it to the city, ah, right. it's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Because Middletown has been playing in the city, ah, forever. You know, right. so all the people in that particular geographic area just gets behind mm -hmm. that particular team. You know, and, and the players, a lot of players, especially not in city, ah, Bay and, and, and like B, B, B minus or whatever. Sure they don't play for money. Right. right they right, play right, right, for right. their community. The community exactly. So, you know, it might be people that um, they're just, they have a job and they do this and they get paid like nothing, you know, but they want to represent and want to push to get to that next tier of the pyramid. And that's what makes it beautiful because there's nothing like that, you know, not such as an achievement of, we can make it there, you know, with what we got. And I think here in the U.S., we kind of lose that sure. because it's um, it's more manufactured. It's 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 artificial. Yeah, it Let's put it, it that way. Is. It um, and, and that's why I love Louisville City. It's because it came from nothing, so it feels like it's ours. Exactly. You know, exactly. it feels like it's ours. It wasn't just you know manufactured. It was from the beginning, and you see how things just grow and and get bigger and the people just get behind it. And I do like the fact that a lot of people that support the team is not, oh man, you know, if, if, we, want to, if we want to have this sport here, it has to be Major League Soccer because it's not about that. Like right. the sport itself sure. everywhere else is not about that. Right. Right. It's about seeing my geographic area up wherever it's the top. And if the top is being the championship of the USL, that's it. Like, we made it, you know. So just seeing people behind that is really beautiful to me because it reminds me of where I'm from. And, I, and then to go back to something, well, actually two things. The first thing you can go back about, how the community is connected to their local club and, and when the team has success or when it suffers, it, there's so much more of a, of, of a connection to the community when the team does well because the team is direct the, the community is directly Correct. impacted. Yeah. As opposed to being a Giants fan. The last couple of years of Giants have been crap. All right. But you know, we're we're five games into the season next year 
and we're, we're already one and four, it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll be back next year. Yeah. You don't have that overseas. And that's, and having, and having loved the game myself since I was a little kid, like my mom, like I said, she came over from Spain. She brought that with her, my father. The whole thing is, is that the connection is, 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 it's visceral. It's, it's, you can touch it. You know, it's like a palpable connection. I don't get that from MLS teams. I'm sorry. I know you're, you're a Columbus fan. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that Columbus fans don't love their team. It's just that the impact of losing, what is it? I mean, is, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I'm not, I mean, I've never knocked somebody that loves a, a team. It's just I, like and I'm using my own you – know, the Giants are my favorite sports team outside of Louisville. When they lose, it's like, oh, man, it sucks. But it's not the same. It's, it's not, not the, same. the same. I think one of the things that we have differently here and that I can relate to where, you know, where I'm from is that we build them from nothing. You know, the, the owners created from nothing, exactly. the supporters created from nothing. And now we have a stadium that is being built right. that will probably outlive some of us. Absolutely. You know, so now we if have I a product. Like this, it won't have to <laughs> right. So, um, no, like be, being for real, when, when I think about it is, right. you know, that's exactly what the product is mm -hmm. overseas is the community builds it. Right. And the community is so proud of it, and it will support it no matter what. You know, right. and when you right. have that venue, now now you have the venue that will outlive all these people that, I mean, probably us, you know, and that's, that thing Definitely. will still be there. And and that's why I love to connect with kids uh, when they're in the matches, and I bring my own and everything, yep. because that was me. Yeah, we apologize. We're having connection issues tonight, but that's okay. We can use these videos, and I'll, I'll link them up. So... Um, we were talking about uh, uh, football was coming to Louisville. Yeah, so uh, football was coming to Louisville, and that's all I knew. I got the – I think the team created like a, like a mailing list, like email list, get on the list, we'll send you updates or something. Well, anyways, I remember being at work, and I signed up, like, you know, send me the updates on when the team is coming to town or whatever. Um, so I did come to the first uh, match mm -hmm. with a friend of mine, um, that had tickets. Oh. So I didn't actually buy them. Mm -hmm. I was just, you know, like, I'll go, you know, just go check it out. Um, and I remember being in the upper portion where, where like, you know, people with money sits or whatever. Right, right. Um, and I was looking down and I was like, oh, wow, there's like a lot of people here. Right, right. I, you know, and to me, I was watching football on TV. You know, and I didn't, I didn't know nobody else liked it. Nobody else liked the sport. Right, 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 right. So it was, to me, it was shocking. So that, that was cool. And then I remember seeing the supporter section. Right. And um, I said to myself, okay, if I'm going to do this, if I'm going to live this here in Louisville, my new, my new home, I got to be part of that group. Right, right, right. And, and that's when, you know, next match I actually met. Uh, uh, I don't know what's going on. So we're having some t difficulties here. We have absolutely no idea why. Um, we've never had a problem before. We'll just keep trying. Uh, we can link all these up. We load them up to YouTube anyway. So um, once again, we have uh, Jorge, pa Jorge Pazmino here. We're talking about the first game that you were at, mm -hmm. uh, and you met James. Um, so eventually you want to you want to be a capo. No, 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 no. He no. <laughs> didn't go that fast. <laughs> no, at first uh, – one thing that in South America is it's just normal that people, uh, when they go to matches, they dress up. You know, okay. they put something on, colors on, or paint their face. Yeah, okay. yeah, you know, like anything, anything that you can do to uh, just 
show the team that you support other than buying a ticket and buying beer, right. uh, you know, whatever. So I recall, uh, like, okay, the team's color is purple. Well, right. well where am I going to get anything purple, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I went to uh, Party City, and I went to that purple section, right. and I started looking, and the hair was stood up. So <laughs> I was like, okay, now how am I going to wear this in public? That's what I was thinking, you know. Well, thank God for alcohol. So that's <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then thank God for alcohol. Yes, sir. So at first I put it on, and I was like, I look kind of dumb with it. So we got to put something else, uh, and I got the glasses and I put the glasses on. Right. Uh, and then you know my outfit was just normal, like you know jeans, whatever. Uh, and then that was it. You know, I, I started just being myself at, at the matches. At first I was by myself, uh, you know, just in the back jumping and acting crazy. Um, and what really just just hit it home for me was um, people was as crazy as me. Yeah. And and to me that was really refreshing because you don't see that here. You know? There's plenty of that. <laughs> so um, yeah, man. And then uh, just fast forward, and it, uh, I contacted the Coopers, uh, and I said, hey, like, what do you need to do to like be up front? And they're like, well, you just have to do it. And I said, well, I don't know anything. Like, <laughs> right, right. And, you know, just the, so it, they were very open. Like, mm-hmm. Ken was very open. Alex was very open. Right, right. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was terrifying at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, you think about being with a mohawk in glasses, right, right. doing that. But uh, needless to say, uh, you know, God bless alcohol, man. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that just, Liquid you know. Liquid <laughs> No, I know, like for real, it's um, it, it's it's fun. Right. It's fun. Well, it's and and the thing is, is that now you seem like somebody that's that's fairly you know fairly extroverted in in life. I mean, you're not you don't seem like an introvert. You don't seem like somebody that. Well, I, you, I, I would mean, disagree. Okay. Um, I I'm actually very reserved. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, the nature of my job is is very reserved, very like professional. And, sure. You know. Uh, I do like to when I like somebody or a group right. of people, I'm more open okay but any other time i'm pretty so that must, that must have been very terrifying then, that first it, time. yeah it was yeah and, you're, and now you're thinking about you know i'm esl like and i'm in front of like thousand people sometimes you know and it's like trying to do this and i'm like can they hear my accent <laughs> you know so yeah uh, it's fun <laughs> so now talk to me about a little bit about um cheers and stuff like that when we're doing stuff like this um, I know, like I said, I've, I've always enjoyed watching you do this because you are very passionate about making sure that you're communicating with the crowd. And do you think there's, uh, what, how am I going to say, what else can we do in the, in, going into the new stadium, do you think, that could make it better, that could, uh, what, would we, what, would, what would you suggest that we do um, instrument-wise, cheer-wise, um, uh, Anything. I mean, or is everything fine? I mean, you know, that's that's more of a well. Uh, you know, it, there's this one that saying that says, you know, if uh, if it is not broke, don't change it. Or sure, whatever. sure. Um, I think it's is working. Um, I don't think I would change anything. Right. Uh, but definitely some upgrades or additions will work. Now, when it comes to like uh, zip lines, Glenn, Glenn, <laughs> Glenn, 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 uh, like for real, like uh, I would love to see some sort of um, 
either an audio repeater for the couples. So let me let me elaborate. Okay, okay? Sure, sure, sure. So I don't want to take away the actual, um, you know, the, the the actual setup that we have right, right, right. with the megaphone mm -hmm. because I think that's just that's just the staple of what we do. Okay. Uh, but I do think that uh, we need to attach a microphone well, to it. And then that wirelessly somehow with the technology or whatever will go to a speaker in the back. Right, and we've been so talking about it. So be clear yeah. in the back. We've been talking about the possibility of, of, of having not a massive sound system, but a couple speakers set up. Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe even, uh, I know Glenn was on last week, we talked about that, or two weeks ago, we're actually having a microphone. <clears throat> because, first of all, the clarity. One of the things that I've always heard people say is that they want to join in the cheers, but they struggle understanding some of the words. And there's not much you can do with a megaphone. The, the, the speaker mm -hmm. is literally that big. I mean, it's not very big at all. I mean, you can almost some of your phones have stronger. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. As far as clarity is concerned, so that's one of the ideas. But there's, I'm assuming in the new stadium, there's going to be a pretty good uh, sound system. I know you're not going to build a brand new stadium and have like. A I mean, crappy sound system. Brand's been touting the sound system, so it should yeah. be. Did you say Brad? Yeah. Brad S. Oh, yep. Oh, mine. Oh, uh oh. Hey, you know, I'm going to say while you're saying that, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. And uh, I want to take a moment go ahead. Uh, to really say thank you, Joe, and, you know, Matt and Derek for everything that you guys do because what happens organically is what makes uh, this sport and this team different. Right. You know, so definitely, guys, I mean, thank you for what you do. Oh, and I watch the broadcast every time, okay. and you're always drinking bourbon. Yeah. And, you know, which is fine because it's called, you know, it's called bourbon balls and whatever. So, <laughs> bourbon balls. We we ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to bourbon balls. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, maybe, maybe they don't have anything else. So, I figured. Okay. Um, I wanted to bring something from South America. Sure, yeah. You guys. Yeah, okay, sure. So, um, I got this set, and any of the camera can see it. It's from Peru. Nice. Oh, nice. And um, it's actually uh, sugar cane liquor. Nice. All right. Um, they're different, like, uh, I guess you can say variations of it. So you have quebranta, torontel, acholado, vino rosé, uh, vino perfecto, amor torontel. And we're going to try them today by yeah. saying rather estes, if everybody's okay with that. I'm, 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 I'm going to ask you, if, if you can do this, you can co-host for, like, the next three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, I know we were supposed to like cheer or whatever. We, we got to pick one. So which one? I'm going to go with <laughs> Rosé. Okay. I think. Yeah. Well, that's the winner, winner. Chicken right. dinner. So. All right. So I got three shot glasses. Can we get another glass for Yeah, I Because I'm not okay. skipping. I got, I've got two right now. While we're doing that. While we're doing that. And I guess everybody else can, can join in. I can feel my liver. Everybody else can have some too. <laughs> um, let me ask you a little bit about. Let me ask a little bit about the two. Before we do this. Um, uh, yeah, right next to the we don't fridge. Mean, we don't mean to, right next is, to the fridge. This is top. what happens when you come here live to hang up out. Top. You get booze. In, there. Uh, In the cabinet, yeah. Once again, folks, we've been having a little bit of technical problems, although I think we're cleared up right now. We're doing pretty good. It had something to do with the browser. We really apologize for that. And we want to thank you for joining in with us. Jorge Pazmino, who was kind enough to bring us some booze. Uh, is uh, he's now doling out the booze. All right, so we're gonna try out. We're gonna try this is rose. I get two. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 
No, this is a, a Vino Rosé. Vino Rosé. So the other day I was I was hanging out outside and I saw Brad Estes drive by. Oh, there you go. Wow. <laughs> Salud. Salud. Oh, that's freaking good. Oh, I can have that all day. Right, 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 right. right. Mm. Now, notice, notice. Wow. Notice, notice that. It's, Lisa, are you sure you're what, what does it taste like? It tastes like that, wine. There's money here. It's like wine. It's yeah. not. This is really good. Okay, so. Definitely. It tastes like pie, but it's not. Oh, man. Yeah. It's 130. We didn't mean to interrupt the show to talk about talk about this, but we're going to. Yeah, it's really? This one is already. No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, we got four more to go. Stand in there. Ladies and gentlemen, our, our co-host for forever, Jorge Pazmino. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to ask you some stuff about yeah. talk about community outreach. Um, I don't want to. It's not, not really a serious question. I mean, obviously... Reaching out to other uh, people in the community is very important and making sure that we do that. And I think that the, this this iteration of ownership over the last year and a half has done a, a good job of that. Yeah. Um, how, do, how do we do that better? I'm, I'm talk, now I'm talking about supporters. I'm talking about the supporter community because there's been a real uptick. I mean, Lisa's going to be on later. I know that she's been helping out the Lucidity ladies. There's other people that have been working with, with adding more towards fundraising. Fundraising is a good thing. I mean, fundraising, and, and we'll be talking about that next week too. But it's not just fundraising. I mean, you know, you don't have to reach out to the community just by saying, "Hey, we want to help. We need help raising money." I mean, that's, you know, that's one way of doing it. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I think whatever involves the people works. Mm -hmm. um, so continue doing that. That's definitely a key to uh, bring awareness to the team right. and just, you know, keep growing the fan base. Sure. Um, finding causes that uh, mean anything to anybody—that's great. Like. I mean, we've done different things, veterans, you know, disabilities, right. you know, planting trees. I think we did once, one time. Mm -hmm. Just keep reaching out to all these groups mm -hmm. because that's how you bring, you know, people to their games that right. don't know what Louisville City is about. Right. I'm pretty sure that we are, I mean, when I say we, I'm talking about everybody. Sure. To, to me, it's, it's the community. Absolutely. Uh, the more people you involved, uh, it's just... It, it, it's what is going to keep the team here, you know. Plus, we get a stadium, so I don't think we're going to go anywhere. But we'll hear that. Yep. Unless we switch over to rugby or something. Correct. Professional well, rugby. <laughs> Which I don't think I'd have too much of a problem with, but... I would really enjoy that. Yeah, that would be kind of... Or we could do outdoor ice hockey. And, uh, yeah, I was, well, you know, the, there's the, they have, uh, the, you can make those rinks. You can put rinks out there. Yeah, that is pretty good, man. I really do like this. Um, I, don't, I shouldn't drink any more of that. But, but so, so it, remember, it tasted like wine. Yeah. But it's not. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, all right. So before I ask you this, I, I personally want to thank you as well for a lot thank of things. You. First of all, for 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 the passion that you bring to these games is, I think it's unmatched. Not that the other guys and gals are doing bad. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to make it a contest. It's not a contest. But what it's, when I say unmatched, different. You have your own style that I really, really appreciate when you get out there. Yeah, definitely. And um, it means a lot to me when you get up there. Um, I'm thankful for helping me out with a couple of these things because Vamos Morados, without you, doesn't happen because I sent you the words. I mean, and I, was yeah, like, I remember that. And I'm like, yeah. dude, can you help me with this? I know. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. This, you want, this is, no, this is, this is the way it should be. Yeah, in that, that, that one chant that we have, I think, is probably the that. pinnacle of of what I ever, you know, dreamed. Like, I, I never really dreamed that, that we'll have a chant in Spanish. Like, right, right. Not, not at all. Uh, so having it is pretty cool. Um, and I find this opportunity to also, you know, kind of link up with you and 
uh, start thinking that next one. more, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And it will be a spin-off on something that already happens in South America. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll talk offline a little bit about sure. it. And sure. it's actually easier than what we do, so it shouldn't be that much, but we right. need to incorporate some drums and sure. things like that. Sure. But uh, for the people that is watching, I mean, just you know, keep showing up. Um, I do what I do because I love what I do mm -hmm. and not because, you know, nobody is making me. It's just I show up and I do my thing because I just love to be sore in no voice the next day and, you know, hungover. <laughs> so, no. Right, right. You know, I did skip over something that I want to ask you because, you know, you've been watching this game since you were a kid. And it's kind of hard. I know you have a, you know, we all have an affinity towards this team, so it's kind of hard to be objective. Compare this, compare, first of all, compared to the quality of USL over the last five years, mm -hmm. do you watch MLS at all? Some matches. And I, I never before. Okay. Um, just when James O'Connor took over. Okay, okay. And the when I actually started watching. Okay, so the first thing. But before, nothing. First of all, compare USL, what you saw, your understanding of the game and its growth, the team quality over the last five years. I think we, um, I mean, definitely there's been a lot of growth. I mean, it's been phenomenal, and that's the, re the reason why we, you know, we won championships. Um, there's a lot of opportunity. Um, I know that with the new stadium, we'll also get new opportunities for, you know, players. Everybody was going to want to be there, and John Hackworth is a great coach. I think we have a perfect stone to do more great things. Um, the level of play... Uh, I First think of all, compare, compare the level of play from you. You're a younger guy, and, and you're watching at home. Compare what you see now to what that is, what you experience. I mean, if it's, there's a big disparity, there is. I'm just curious. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the main difference is, you know, when when there's ProRail, right. um, you're going to have that Serie A team, you know, the, the MLS team, right? That fights. And then, correct. And then you get this newly promoted team right. that is driven by nothing but passion. Yeah. You know, there's no big names on the squad. Right. There's no, like, they're talented, but there's just people just wanting this, like, really bad, you know? Right. Uh, so when you put those together, yeah, there's magic, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's a shame that we cannot see that here because the way things are. But eh, maybe no, one day. You never know. I man. think it's like 2135 when we will see it. I think. <laughs> we'll, we'll still be here. You'll still be. We'll still be the capital. <laughs> I saw that tweet about that German team that took like 113 years to come back yeah. to Serie A in, in, in Germany. Right, Berlin. Right. Uh, I don't know what, what was it. No, 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 it wasn't Berlin. It was a team in Germany that it's been like a hundred something years before they, right, 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 right. they they were not playing in like the right. top level. So th that's what I'm saying. Right. Like Pro Rail just bring, brings a different thing. Right. Uh, and hopefully we get to see it one day. And mm -hmm. like we let everybody, if there's anything, uh, you have an open mic, say anything you want about anything. Go ahead. Yeah, well. No, man. Thank you so much. Uh, are we going to say Brad Estes again? Or? Sure. Yeah. You just did. He just did. <laughs> okay, we got to pick another one, though. Okay, okay let me finish this one. <laughs> I did want to throw in one question. Yes, of sir. course, uh, you are uh, one of the founders of Podcast Cuchador, the Spanish language. Yes, yes. How can people listen to that? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, Los Morados account in uh, Twitter, mm -hmm. we publish the podcast episode every time we get a chance. Um I have a busy life, so it's kind of hard to link up with people. Right. And 
about a month. It's been a few months since I was like super pumped, and I was bringing people from the media. Right, and, you know, right, right. It's a lot of work. It is a lot and of work. What you guys are doing here, if you're watching, say thank you to these guys because it does not. I mean, it takes a lot. Uh, and I mean, I see the setup, and I'm like. Wow. This is a, this is a this is a well-oiled machine. This is like a part-time job you guys are doing here. You know what I'm saying? And we have more, and we have plans for more. Which is cool. It's, it's funny. I think we should do a time lapse when we set up because yeah. we all everybody comes in the apartment. We all do our own thing. Like I'm in here cleaning, and and these guys are running cables, and you know we get the show set up in like under what 30 minutes. Yeah. And then everybody starts showing up. It's like a big. What are you, okay, what are we imbibing before we... Okay, we, <laughs> you guys are just looking me more. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, uh, Pisco, Pisco Torontello. Pisco Torontello. I'm going right. to nurse this one. All right. No, let me see if you like it, man. James, are you okay over there, man? All right. No, why not? All right, who wants more? Because we, we got three more bottles. <laughs> Let's um, get the all coming guests. Let's get the all coming guests. Let's get the all coming so this is going to be for uh, for Brad Estes. For Brad Estes. Brad Estes. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, it's got a little bit more of a. That's a little more cake. I'm nursing that. That is more traditional. All right. Yeah. So thank, thank you, you my guys. Thank you. Thanks for coming over. Appreciate it, huh? Uh, I think because we had a couple of delays, I think we better move right Thanks, along. Man. So, Sean, we'll keep, we'll try and reach out a little bit if we catch up. But we're going to move right along to our next guest, Lisa. Come on. Up. Lisa Hines is a supporter of the team. I'm really looking forward to talking to you because we, I, we, you know, we've gotten to know each other over the last year or so. Yeah. But I mean, um, you're not really, you're not a capo, any of that I stuff. Am. I'm not even a member of Coopers. You're not even a member of the Coopers, mm -hmm. which is fine because we, one of the things we want to start doing in, is talking about doing dual. I mean, that's what's dual podcast, but more about the supporter community in general, not just about like one specific group or anything like mm -hmm. that. So thanks for coming around. Yeah. I know it was last. Oh, we're going to ask you anyway, but I, you know, I'm sure. Thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure, pleasure. So, um, like everybody else, please tell it before you went to your first New City game. Tell us about what, who you are, where you come from, all that. Kind so of I'm stuff. from Louisville. Okay. I'm a nurse. Okay. Um, You're good. That's good to have nurses again. <laughs> 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 Let's get you to sit a little closer. <laughs> it really is. I've, I've had to uh, render aid before. Okay. For kids that get hurt. So, okay. yeah, I definitely always have a Band-Aid in my purse. <laughs> so if anybody ever needs one, I've always so got one. So if I ever need a Band-Aid for my liver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so you're from Louisville? So I'm from Louisville. Mm -hmm. I've lived here most of my life. I've okay. always lived in Kentucky. Um, this is a nice little tidbit. I was divorced three years ago. Okay. And in my divorce, the actual divorce papers say that I got the Louisville City ticket. And <laughs> 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 all rights to them. That's, oh, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad, well, I'm glad you got that. I want to say, I'm glad you got <laughs> no, the horse. No, I am. But, so I played soccer when I was in sixth grade. Okay. Okay. And I was on an all boys team okay. because there was no girls teams right. in 1980-something. Right, right, right. <laughs> I see. You know, 19 years. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm with you. Good. So I played on an all boys team, mm -hmm. and I took a header to the face once. Broke my nose right there. Can you see it still? No. Right there? No. Yeah, it's there. Right to the face. Ow. Right to the face. Mm -hmm. And then headed it, and the guy that I sent it to scored. Well, there nice. you go. That's, yeah. that's literally. <laughs> you're not Brad Estes, but I'm just. I'll toast it to that. 
I think Brad just got ousted. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So my mom is a big soccer fan. Okay. Huge. Yeah, she goes to the soccer games with me. She is loud. She's like five. No, she's like four eleven. Okay. She's feisty and fierce, and she will get on coach about if he does something. And don't let Niall McCabe get hurt. Oh, she's, uh, <laughs> she's Irish. I think that's all. Of them. Oh, that, that makes, uh, you know something? You touched on something, Norhey. I was gonna tell. I was gonna ask you about this too. When I grew up, I had the Cosmos, right? And the Cosmos were made up of. Players from all different countries. That was their that was their thing. Mm -hmm. You had Pele, you had Stevie Hunt, you had a bunch of guys. My mom is Spanish. My dad's Italian. Jorge, uh, we had a Giorgio Canalia was 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 the was the striker, and my mom had an affinity for any of the Hispanic players or any of the Latino players. I'm telling you, they would argue over you know, Giorgio Canalia or like Juan Carlos Alberto. And and was there, this is how it's, you're talking about how leading to how you know being Irish and defending Niall. I mean that's that is a part of it, man. That is definitely a part of it. The cultural thing matters. So how come your mom was such a big soccer fan? Not to My mom was from Spain. She was born. Oh her, her mom. I think we're talking. You're looking at me. Like, who are you looking at? It's a one line of faces. <laughs> we haven't even introduced him yet. <laughs> So I have four younger brothers, three younger brothers, mm -hmm. and they all played soccer. Oh, okay. So my mom is the original soccer mom from back in the, oh, my the gosh. 70s. Did she my have a van? She had one of those vans? No. <laughs> no, we had a station wagon, yeah. Station wagon. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. It's the 80s. Okay. So um, you go, when was your, did you go to the St. Louis game, the first game? I did. I've been you, to just about every game ever. Tell, tell us yeah. about that first experience with the St. Louis game. Besides wow. Really cold. Um, it was really cold. <laughs> it was really cold. And the, the setup was so strange, but it was so interesting to see how the, the baseball mound went down right, when I set right. it up. I mean, I was like, how are we going to do this? Right, how right. is this going to happen at Slugger Field? And what? they paid for it. Didn't the owners, didn't our owners? Wayne, yeah, Wayne. Wayne invented it. Wayne invented it. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, how is this going to work? How is mm -hmm. the setup going to be? And right. it was just... Just the sound. So I don't sit. I sit on midfield. I sit at midfield. Right. Okay. And basically between right and first at first base. Okay. 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 I'm in third row. Mm -hmm. So I see you all with all the signs and craziness, and I'm like, what's going on? Right. It's just it's so much energy in that it's palpable. Yeah, I mean, you can just feel it you, when you just walk in. Mm -hmm. You just know this is something special. Right, and that's the thing we keep talking about is that when we get in that stadium, and it's going to be so much more intimate. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, that first game, which you're assuming is going to get sold out, I wouldn't doubt it's not. Uh, there's no way it won't. Yeah, there's no way you're going to see It's going to be crazy, right? All right, so you're at the first game. You see how crazy it is. Um, obviously, a lot of us didn't anticipate. I'm assuming you didn't as well. You didn't expect it to be that intense, right? Or did you? Did you think? I, I don't know. I, mean, I didn't really have any expectations. Um, I knew that I loved it right. and that the people that I was going with loved soccer. Okay. So I was excited about that. But just And I, I love it because it's such a family atmosphere. Right. And there's a party going on, but your kids can be over here in this area. And, I mean, it's just everybody can come. And I've never met anyone that hasn't been to a game that didn't love it. Right. And you just touched on something that's really important. Is that you, there's no, It's not cookie cutter in the sense of, where supporters are supposed to sit and what they're supposed to do. Um, there's different experiences for, for what you want. I mean, if you're looking for the loud thing, you do the Cooper's thing. If you're looking for part loud and part someplace to hang out, you go do the Scouse thing. 
now you're still are, you still have those seats in that section yeah 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 I've, I've moved down a couple of rows, a couple rows. yeah because <laughs> i retained all the rights to oh, okay. you <laughs> reminding us that you got the tickets that's I very got, important i got the tickets that's, that's awesome so now I, the first time i really hung out with you was at the Christmas party last yeah, year. Yeah. Tell me about the experience over the last four or five years of meeting people uh, through the Louisville City thing and what it's done, how that's how that's impacted your life in general. So everyone is so welcoming. I haven't met anyone that's a jerk. Right. I mean, I know they're out there, but I haven't met any. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone loves soccer. I mean... I don't take people to games that don't understand the game mm -hmm. because I want to watch and I'm short. So I have to be in the front. I can't sit in the back because I can't see. So I'd like to be right, you know, in my little row. Um, and lost my train of thought completely because I was so excited. <laughs> um, if, if, uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, the Christmas party. Christmas party. So every, everyone I've met, there's, I mean, different backgrounds. I have friends that are from different countries now that I've never right. even heard of before. Mm -hmm. And we all love soccer. Right. I mean, every profession. I know some owners that are on the team. I know some people on the team. I know, you know, just the fans. Everybody loves it. Yeah, and then there's the, the point. I mean, I the amount of people that I've met here, everybody in this room, obviously, but the, the diversity of, of, of who we are in many different aspects I mean, you're talking about, you know, uh, you know, Jorge from uh, from South America. James, you're from originally from Boston. That's right. Right. And uh, you know, me being from New Jersey, and and, and it just everybody from all different parts of the country. I mean, it really has been a lot of fun. That part of it to me has been the most fun. I mean, it's good that we win games. Well, yeah. But but yeah. when you know we can't control whether they win or lose, other than scream as loud as we can. But the 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 aspect of meeting people and hanging out with them. Has become cool. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming you know. Tell me about the Loose City Ladies thing. You're you're a part of that. Yeah, so Loose City Ladies. So we're not a auxiliary group or anything like that. We're right. just a bunch of ladies that love soccer. Mm -hmm. Have you all gotten our shirts? We have shirts. I've seen the shirts. I've seen the shirts. I've seen our them. shirts. They're awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I know somebody that was involved in designing that logo. For oh, I, yeah, yeah. Somebody maybe at this table. Would <laughs> that be you? Yeah. Did you? Well, you did a good job. Tell them. Tell them about it. Tell yeah, them. I don't have the a, shirts. Yeah. That, that is the outline of Alex Morgan when she did the uh, cheers, yes, cheers, cheers, mate. The cheers, mate. Right. Which is the greatest celebration I've ever seen. That's literally the greatest troll I have ever seen. That was great. So that's our logo. Okay. I, I had to outline the the beautiful Alex Morgan. Yeah. I just sat there and outlined her. It was great. Skelsky is really mad if you do that. I don't. <laughs> we should do that in the next time. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we should get shirts. Like good jerks, like I've never made any jerks. Give me a like. We should do it more. I am at the table, jerks. I own them. So you volunteered your the that area for the Christmas party last year. I yeah, mean, for the people we're doing it did, again this year. Cool. Same place. And tell everybody. I mean, you were there. I mean. How much fun that was hanging out at events with people that do the Lucid here? The party, it was a potluck. Had drinks. We had karaoke. We had um, Jennifer had the games going on for the kids. Right. We had the, the crazy sweater contest. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I love the sweater contest. You had a good sweater. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> and it was just so nice walking around because, you know, I was kind of like the semi hostess of the party because it was my place. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know, but 
Michelle, basically. Right. Michelle Wilkinson. It's the only person I knew in the room. Right, right. So, you know, I'm like, hi, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? And everybody's, you know. It was well attended, too. It was. It was really good. It was a lot of fun, too. And then we, and we had, it is, it is. Um, we had the crazy gift exchange, too, right. which was hilarious. That was one of them. Yeah, but it was just nice meeting everyone and mingling mm-hmm. and really wasn't about soccer. Right. There was, there was, I don't remember, I don't think I, we talked, I don't remember talking about soccer all night. Did you? I, I don't think so. I was. Uh, I don't really think I, that we uh, did. Some of the last songs we did in karaoke were a little soccer oriented. That's true. That's it. true. Oh yeah, for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You so, get us together for you know two or three hours. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's going to turn into soccer. It's a very it's definitely going to turn into soccer. It's an incline. Okay, so we're we're going into the new stadium. I'm assuming that you've got your tickets. Yes, I've got my tickets. And you have to worry about getting divorced from anybody or have a fight over them. So that's no, my good. mom is going to sit with me. That's good. That's good. That's good. You can't divorce your mom. I've tried mine. <laughs> I've tried divorcing my mom a couple times. It doesn't. They didn't, I love her to death, but I'm not on. My mom is very particular what games she'll go to. Okay. <clears throat> so it can't. And I sit in the sun now mm-hmm. so it can't be too hot too cold windy raining storming hailing it has to be perfect weather it's like half of this season she has <laughs> so what you're yeah. saying is that she's getting a box eventually <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> will be very happy this year where she's sitting she's yeah. gonna want those three game yeah. packets to get <laughs> right, 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 right. my brother goes to the rest of the games with me because he doesn't care about the weather okay. he, he's a hardcore soccer fan cool cool and in going into the new stadium um let me back up a little bit. When when you, you you don't sit in any of the sections that do any of the supporter stuff, what do you hear from other people sitting around you? Do they say anything about that, whether they like it, whether they don't like it? Like I had one woman one time tell me that she doesn't come to games anymore because of the drums. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you because we're not going to stop playing drums. However, I'm going to say this, and I will say this. <laughs> If we're in the stadium and the acoustics are so insane that eight drums are too loud for the entire stadium, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to talk about that. I mean, we're going to. I, look, I'm not gonna be part of a reason why a bunch of people don't come to games. I mean, that's just not gonna happen. But I'm wondering, and that may be an extreme example, but the point is, is that I'm wondering how the people around you, I'm assuming, other than I may I may have met your brother once, I think, yeah. how they feel about that. Do they engage in it? Do they look at it and go, wow, it's fun? Yeah, I mean, when the smoke bombs go off and the the chants start, you know, we're over there, you know, keeping up the best we can and cheering. Um, We can't always hear because I'm really excited about the sound system in the new stadium and hearing it because where I am, when when we, the first time Luke scored, And it was Luke. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. I sit, it sounds like boo. <laughs> so he's from Cincinnati, and I thought everybody was mad at him. Right, right, right. Because we're like, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Our new striker, everyone hates him. And then we realized, oh, when you're, in, when you're over on that side, it's clear. Right, right. So I'm really looking forward to, you know, learning more of the chants and learning okay. more of the songs and things like that because, and doing them in my area because, you know, we do 502 and okay. Blue City, here we go. Do they, do they, do they, do the people around you naturally just sort of try to join in and they can't or do they not want to? I mean, oh, like, no, they, lo- they love okay, it. They love okay, it. Okay. They, they absolutely love it. They're like, giant flashcards. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Have a little bouncing ball on the screen. <laughs> I'm such a soccer nerd. One of the first games I got on and downloaded all the songs. Okay. And put them off. Hey, hey. And you know you what? Go. They stayed in my purse. That's because, dedication. Yeah. <laughs> they stayed in my purse Why because I'm like, this? I'm too busy watching <laughs> soccer to right, right, worry right. about what's going on. So, I mean, we need a we need a capo in our area. Okay. I mean, we do. Well. 
back to is a championship game when we started doing the drums the very very first thing the don't 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 and i had never heard the entire audience do that with us but you look down and all the way all on both sides they were saying city with us because of the acoustics us. because we can hear can we can hear, hear when you say that's why we do like 502 we can hear that right we can hear this you know when you do city blue mm -hmm. city here we go mm -hmm. we can hear that but when you get into like the specific soccer player right, chance right, right. We, we, we're here. lost yeah, okay. we don't know what's going on we're just like oh look right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing's going, going on, on. <laughs> yeah. um, okay new stadium uh, new city ladies and WSL what do you think absolutely yeah. absolutely also, August 30th at the uh, tailgate, okay. Blue City Ladies are doing a raffle. Okay. No cost to the raffle. All right. It's all uh, NWSL so gear. Yes, but you have to wear an NWSL shirt or jersey or mm -hmm. have something on your person so that you can get into the raffle. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. I don't have anything personally of... Like I told right, you, get something. Not what you got I'm, a week. So what well, I think should happen half. is barrel-proof adopted sky blue. That's back in Jersey, isn't it? Yes, it is. Sky blue does play Rutgers. You play Rutgers, which is it's kind of there. There's there's New Jersey, then there's Rutgers. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, but um, anyway, um, I was gonna, since what do you think? Are you going to do something different from a seating perspective? See, what I'm doing is I'm getting seats where you are for for the women's game. I want to see how the other half lives. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of drumming, and I, I mean, I may play a little bit, but I want to sit, I want to be in the middle of that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, do you think, do you think it might be a good idea for people who normally sit in other sections to come join supporters? Heck yeah, I mean, we need another, we need another layer. You know, I think that with, I'm going to use a reference to a team I don't care for. Okay. University of Louisville basketball. Okay. Men's basketball. You're not a Cardinal. You're I'm a, not. I'm a Kentucky you're fan. You're a Kentucky. What are they? Uh, Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah, I'm a Wildcat. Wildcats. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but the men's tickets, <laughs> the men's tickets are expensive. Okay. You've had to have, you know, founded the Yum Center sometimes to, to get the seats down. I've only been to okay. Yeah. Women's games. I have so many friends uh -huh. and that take their kids to these games. Okay. The, they're cheaper. It's more family friendly. They mm -hmm. do more family oriented uh, things okay. or activities at the games. And I think there's, I think there's definitely, and their games are in the afternoons. Oh, okay, okay. Usually on the Sunday afternoons, I think mm -hmm. that they have women's games. Yeah, I'm just, I'm college basketball to me in general. I try to follow it. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not that I don't like it. I do like it. It's just that. I don't, so I mean, I've gone to, and I like it. I enjoy. I had season tickets when I got out of judging. I I, I did uh, I did had season tickets for uh, Louisville football, and it was fun. Yeah, it was fun, but it's different. I, I mean, so I think what you just did, you just volunteered to have the host of Beach Balls and Bourbons be your date. For a women's basketball game. I hope, let's do it. I think you just did that. So yeah. <laughs> that let's was do kind it. of fun. I think it'd be, I'm, I'm definitely into that. The games look so much fun. Yeah. And the women here, the Louisville um, basket, women basketball, mm -hmm. they've gone to the Final the Four, like, how many times? Right, they're, they're, they're better than the men. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, well, 
<laughs> oh, anyway, so now you've got um, got the women's team coming in. Hopefully, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I think that's a done deal. I think that's a done deal. I don't see how you don't do that. I just, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, We've got this stadium. We can't have you know 19 games a year and do nothing with it. I mean, there's got to be something else that goes in there. So yeah, this is great. And then power soccer. Right, which is gonna be cool. Oh, that's Mm. so cool. That's so cool. My first job as a nurse was worked in rehab. Okay. So we had we had murder ball, where they do the basketball. Murder ball? Yeah. You're a nurse and you're playing? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was a fan. I was trying to, I'm trying to reconcile. No, it's it's wheelchair basketball. Yes. Okay. 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 I so gotcha, it's gotcha. like, but it's called murder ball because those guys are serious about it. Yeah. Right. So the how power soccer is right up my alley. I love so looking, it. Yeah, they're doing that this Saturday. Right? Yes. Yeah. So around noon, I think. Is it 11:30? I think I heard a date. Did you hear time at 11:30? Roughly. I mean, it'll be earlier in the day if you just watch for the communications. Yeah. I can't because I do what we do. Show up seven hours before the game and get hammered. Right, right, right. <laughs> okay, so like we do with everybody, um, if you have an open mic, talk about the team, something that you you know you're passionate about with it, anything you want to talk about. Go ahead. Gosh. Or you don't have to do anything. Okay. I mean, yeah. But I mean, is there, is there something that you'd like to see happen in the future with the team? Uh, what do you? Are there any amenities? Are there things that are hap- that you'd like to see happen in the future with the supporters? Anything. So what I want to see is um, I definitely want more tours of the stadium before it opens. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to put my hard hat on and my boots on and go in and see where I'm going to sit. I mm-hmm. drive by all the time. Right. And I'm like, where's my seat? I want to see it. I want yeah. to see where the sun is. You know, I wasn't concerned about that at all. And then everybody's like, oh, we got to stay out of the sun, stay out of the sun. And I'm like, oh gosh, I was going to get seats right in the sun in midfield. And then I'm <laughs> like, gonna be no, I'm going to get on the other side. It's going to be different. The whole alignment as far as the sun is concerned. Because right now, I, yeah. think I told you guys, um, I was in the section it's Scouse, not the last game, but the game before the one was like 180 degrees. Mm-hmm. And they were in the sun the entire time. That's I mean, right. That's just, it's insane. I think the whole thing's twisted a little bit as far yes. as, as the angle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's good. It's going to be, I'm excited about that. And what Jorge said, just getting more people yeah. there. <laughs> no one said Brad Adams. More liquor. So oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Brad Adams, there you go. There you go. Jorge Pasmino, executive director of the show now. <laughs> but just getting, reaching more fans right. that, you know, whether they're from a different culture and that they've grown up with soccer. Right. I mean, I grew up with soccer, but not like you did. Right, right, right. I mean, that was part of your culture. Right. And it was what you did. And it was, you know, like you said, the Giants lose, they lose. Right. But if your team loses, oh, it hurts. Right. It's I have every year when the Premier League ends – I go into a depression. I call it my Premier League depression. That's okay. About 12 weeks into the season, I'm usually into a depression. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think Everton's going to be pretty good this year. Yeah. But usually about six weeks in, I'm like, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> He's place again. But uh, anyway, um, man, it's been – I'm thankful for coming on. Thank uh, you for having me, guys. Like I said, it's, you know, uh, it, uh, we want to do a lot more of this. And hopefully we can have you on again. Um uh, uh, it's been it, it's been crazy as far as watching everybody sort of come together in this whole field, and I'm looking forward to getting more people hooked up. And um, if you like to play drums, you're always welcome. Thank How's you. that? Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Lisa Hines, kind enough to uh, come in here and talk a little bit about her experience being a supporter of the team. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you. And that's uh, that's a lot of fun. It is. It is. I, I mean. Uh, I'm looking forward to. Well, I, I am looking forward to the women's team because it's it's going to be, it's going to be such a new experience. First of all, it'll be the first. I mean, we're saying it like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. 
I think so. It's, it's too good an idea not to make it happen. It's going to be the first Division One team they've had here going back to the Kentucky Colonels in the yeah, ABA. Yeah. That's 40 years ago. Yeah. You know, and, and we only get the opportunity with the Louisville City soccer team to, to uh, play Division One teams in the U.S. Open. So, I mean, mm-hmm. anyway, that's a uh, – I mean, we get to beat up on the Revolution during the preseason. Which is fine. <laughs> Actually, during the preseason at the U.S. Open. Yeah. And I'm thinking with the new stadium next year, I'm telling you, the talent that's going to come into this place, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be straight up great, yeah. regardless of the level, because you're not going to want to play anywhere. Are you going to want to play in Charleston, in the swamp? You know, no. the battery. These, no, a, a no, lot of these know. guys, a lot of these guys are going to come here not just for the stadium, but because of the exposure that the stadium's going to get, mm-hmm. they're going to increase their own exposure. Exactly. So it's like, I, I'm really excited to see who gets pulled in here and who shows up right. saying, "Hey, I want to play there," instead of us recruiting them. Right, right. So our tryouts might be really awesome. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh yeah. What if they do it So anyway, mm-hmm. folks, if you've been following, are you change your wrestling channel? Oh, we were going to include James in the. Do you yeah. not know? Like, I'm sorry. Thing? You should join in. Have a seat over here. Yep. I didn't invite myself to this segment, so I. <laughs> <laughs> but you're one of the heretics. You get to do yeah. that. We're not interviewing you, get to, you yet, so you, you get sit to there. Invite, you <laughs> get to invite <laughs> yourself whenever you want, however you want. I mean, I'm just going to always the sidelines. <laughs> anyway, if there you, he is. If you would watch the first four shows, you would see that we had done a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a skit where. We took three players or three members of the uh, administration, and we uh, associated them with a wrestler. And we would have a, a triple threat match, and we would once a week, one of the one of the wrestlers would advance. So we now have a final four, and today is going to be the final four. It's I call it our super duper death match. I have mm-hmm. that means nothing. <laughs> okay, it means absolutely nothing. It's apparently but a fatal four. Super duper death match. I can do that. Um, but so anyway, we want to recap the people that are going to be competing in this contest. Okay, we have mm-hmm. uh, Magnus Rasmussen, who's being re- represented by the Hitman Bret Hart. Yep. Right, and then we have Finn Balor. 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 Let's do that. Because I'm a Balor. I'm a Balor. And uh, he's going to be representing Niall McKay. Niall McKay. The Irishman. The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, but uh, and then we. Ha- <laughs> Um, uh, keeper Dobro, right? Mr. Dobro is being represented by Cody. By Cody Rhodes, and then right there, man. You know, that's a who? That's a. And I'm who am I missing? Who's I don't have? I left my. Scotty G is being represented by Kane. By Kane. So you have Kane, Cody Rhodes, Finn Balor, and uh, Hitman Hart. Yes. Okay. So this is the rules. This is what's going to happen. We have no idea what the scripting is on this, but I want these four guys now. These four guys are going to – or three guys are going to come up with a scenario of how that match would go, but I'm going to kick in a couple of uh, a couple of surprises. Me too. Okay, so – Help. So what you have to – you have to incorporate – the rules are that you have to incorporate the surprise. You can't just blow them off. Okay. Okay, so we're about to begin the match. I wish I had music. I would, you know what I'm going to do? I hope I don't – You're going to knock a bottle over. What you do this do? All right. Every other show, Joe, you knock so, some liquor over, so, man. So uh, I'll tell you what. What do you think? Uh, give us a little bit of uh, while I'm doing this. Give us a, a little. Uh, give us a little background on if you were calling this match. What would you say? The, this is. Uh, I would consider this a pay per view. Okay. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. This. Uh, <laughs> right? So we're we're running into probably you know one of the big four pay per views mm-hmm. for this kind of an event. 
Uh, we're talking it seems about like a, a SummerSlam thing. I was going to say, it seems, it yeah. seems like a SummerSlam thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, of course, the entrances are going to be very flashy. Mm-hmm. People are going to come out with some unexpected guests. I don't want to reality. Yeah, true, true. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of, uh, you so know, we've got lots of uh, uh, pre-match uh, promos, you know, that kind of thing. So we've got Finn in the demon paint. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. He's got to come out as the demon. Yeah. Because he's now, as you told me, he's never lost as a demon. No. Nope. Right? Okay, so that makes it crazy. And then you've got Hart, who's arguably the most, the, the, the best technical wrestler ever, right? I mean, he's one of those guys. Up there. Right? He's up there. In, in, in Going back to, I mean, you got to go back to, like, somebody like Luke Fez to find somebody who could maybe be more technical than him. And, and that's then, 40s. But, I mean, yeah. And then you got Kane, mm-hmm. who's definitely not technical. No. What does he mean to be? <laughs> he's technically the mayor. Yeah. He's, he's, a mayor. he's not a dumb a man. He's caddy. He's just Well, I mean, I think he'd be smart to be a mayor. <laughs> He's you definitely won the election because you're famous and a wrestler. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's actually got. That's why I, I named him for Scotty. Is he's actually got the reputation as being one of the smartest wrestlers. Well, and yeah, but he's not smart. Yeah. And I just wanted to point out. Okay. And then you have yeah. Cody Rhodes, who's a, a, a who's been he was a God. sensation. He's a complete. <laughs> I've done a little reading on him because I haven't been yeah. following late, but I read up on what he's accomplishing outside of the big company is really. Really amazing. He's talented. What? What? Oh, hey. Hey. Yeah, people just wandering in. What's up, man? I mean, you got free liquor and a big gas. Let's let's do this. Yep. So I do. um, Okay. For the for these entrances, okay. I I would like to lay out some some people that are going to come out with our 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 roster here, okay. So um, I came up with some some other wrestlers that represent some of our other players and some other Louisville City related people. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so when 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 Finn Balor comes out, Finn Balor does his normal routine. He comes out as the demon. Mm-hmm. He's in all of his flash, all of his craziness. It's just it's just Finn. He doesn't need anything else. He never really. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do any Bullet Club stuff, so we didn't do it. Right. Thank you. Um, I do want to add that uh, when Mr. Magnus Erasmussen comes out, he is Bret Hart. So Bret Hart is coming out, but he is going to be joined by Scott to- or I'm sorry, Sean Tosh, who is represented by Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Oh! Yes. And that would be Bret favorite. Hart and Jim the Anvil. Yeah. He was one of my favorites. He was He's got a little bit. You got a little bit of Jim the Anvil. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've got the Hart Foundation on okay. deck. Does that make Amanda Duffy as an Addy? I haven't gotten to that part yet. I think so. Yes. Just no, no, not yep. according to what I've got. All right. So, okay. so you've got Bret Hart. He comes out with Jim the Anvil Nightheart, who's represented Sean Tosh. Um, we, and then um, I'm, I'm going to do uh, Mr. Scotty G next. He's represented by Kane. Uh, Kane comes out with Mr. Scott Stewart. So our former social media gentleman, and because he buried so many people on Twitter, he is represented by Mr. Paul Bearer. Oh, Paul Bearer. Okay. That's, a good, that's a good one. Um, and, and then, of course, when... Oh, yeah! And, and, and this, is, this is the cream of the crop right here. I just wanted to throw this one out. So when Dobro comes out, who's, who's being represented by Mr. Cody Rhodes, he also comes out... With Mr. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, who are represented by Mr. Sonny Jane and Speedy Williams, because they're fast, flashy, oh, and they're very technical. I like it. All-star. I like it. Well, I gotta, I gotta add my own little bit here. A match of this magnitude needs a special referee. Okay. And one who's kind of been, 
One who's kind of at the center of everything for the team is our team captain, Paolo Del Piccolo. Okay. And who who else could represent him? But the Rolex wearing, oh, diamond ring wearing, <laughs> kiss stealing, woo, wheeling and dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, the nature boy, Ric Flair. We basically have an all-star match of the ages. Yeah. Oh, I'm not done yet. Okay. Uh, hit, hit I'll hurry. Go ahead, go ahead. Mr. Chris Hubbard comes out. He's, the, all these people are representing Cody Rhodes. They come out with him. Okay. okay. So Chris Hubbard comes out, who is Kenny, the cleaner Omega. Jeez. Cleaner, clean sheets. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And then to round things off, I've got Amanda Duffy. She comes out, and she is Mr. I'm sorry, she is represented by Miss Brandy Rhodes, who is Cody Rhodes' uh, okay. wife. Okay. Okay. So basically, we're surrounded. We're completely surrounded by a lot of personalities. Okay? Mm -hmm. All right, so we're about to start. We've got the four guys in the four corners. Ding, ding, ding. Go. Uh, right off the bat, I, I, I think Bret Hart would be mindful enough, since this is essentially a fatal four-way, he would be mindful enough to step away and let the other guys deal with each other. Mm -hmm. How do you guys feel about that? I think so. The guy you're going to see flying in first is probably going to be Finn or followed closely by uh, by Cody. Yeah, I, I feel... I think the two of them probably do after paying. Hart's going to pull to the side. Oh, yeah. Hart's probably the veteran, the smartest guy in the ring. Um, I, I see Finn coming in and doing a missile, you know, double leg missile drop kick on, on Kane. Because mm -hmm. um, there can only be one demon. Kane would, yeah, <laughs> Kane would probably hit the corner. Nice. Kane would hit the corner. Uh, he'd be a little dazed. Uh, Finn would step back, and then I'm assuming that him and Cody would just go at it for a second because you'd have the smart guy over here, and you would have the dazed guy over here. So now you've got a battle in the middle of the ring between Finn Balor and Cody Rhodes. Which is a match I would love to see, by the way. It would be fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so stop. The first thing that happens is that Kathy and Michael Ryan show up. <laughs> okay? And they are Triple H... <laughs> and, and, and McMahon. Like, trite motors, okay. So, so they've now shown up. The Ryan family has shown up as Triple H and McMahon. Please continue. Well, you can't. Uh, I'm really upset that Mike is not represented by John Cena because Mike wears all that camo and you can't see him. Hold on. Yeah. Stay tuned. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, remember all the DX Hart family. Uh, uh, hostility back in the day, so you got to think Bret Hart is immediately fixated on him. Okay. It's a distraction. Yeah. yeah it's okay. a good distraction. So, you, go ahead. <laughs> um. <laughs> See, that shook you guys up. Yeah. I, <laughs> no, I, I think you get a stare <laughs> down. I think you get a stare down between Bret and Triple H, and then Cody just actually comes over the top rope and wipes out Triple H. Okay, oh. I'll take that. So, you've got Cody outside the ring right now. Mm -hmm. You've got Finn inside the ring with yeah. Kane and Bret Hart. Bret Hart is distracted. Mm -hmm. um, so you've, we, we've got Kane and Finn Balor going at it at this point. Demon versus Demon. Mm -hmm. Old Demon versus new-ish Demon. Yeah. Because uh, Finn's been doing the Demon yeah. routine right, for, right, for a while. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, Basically, Kane swinging with some haymakers. Uh, Finn kind of trying to duck, dodge, chip away a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. And then we've got uh, outside the ring. What do we have going on outside the ring? Oh, Stephanie, I tell you what, if Stephanie hauls off to hit Cody. <laughs> Brandy catches her arm. Oh! They get into a pushing match. So he's basically pushing Amanda Duffy, <laughs> smacking the crap out of something. That's what yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
and so so we've got outside the ring right now. Uh, we've we've got a it's essentially free for all. Uh, there's there's people piling onto one another. It's 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 more or less a, a lumberjack lumberjill match outside the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's bodies flying everywhere. We've got Mark and Nick Jackson. We've got them super kicking everybody. Okay. Um, we we've got Kenny the Cleaner Omega. Who I, I who would he grab a hold? He would want to go after Brett. He would want to establish some kind of supremacy there mm-hmm. because they're both amazing technical wrestlers. Uh, oh, definitely. So those two are trying. You know, Kenny's trying to prove a point. You got Bret Hart on the ropes. Um, I, man, Kenny I, might quickly find out that Brett is a shooter, and he is in fact not. That's right. Yes. <laughs> um, so I'm picturing this like the wrestlers, obviously, mm-hmm. and then the, the actual people mm-hmm. playing the wrestlers, which is hilarious. So mm-hmm. maybe it may be time to knock somebody out of us. Yeah. Who is so is this an elimination match? That was one. It's been a four-way. It's one and done, right? Yeah. So that, usually, yeah. So so, so there's only one winner. Right. I mean, it's like we don't you don't eliminate people. Yeah. Right. Okay, so then... And then, just he cuts out to Triple H, he nods to Ric Flair, Ric Flair nods back to him. The announcer spend about a minute or two speculating what that means. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop. Number two. Okay. The world's most famous setup music comes on, and it's Mike Bromelo <laughs> as Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <Blast>. <laughs> Marching down. Except he's got a bottle of Bushmills. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now please continue. And a Liverpool flag. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. Yeah. Go ahead now. <laughs> so he he comes out on one of those old uh, one of the the old whiskey uh, trucks, mm-hmm. and it's and it's got it's got the bourbon barrels on the back, okay, and he's got a hose attached to one of the whiskey barrels. <laughs> And, and he comes out to the ring and, and he starts hitting everybody with with this Irish whiskey. All right, okay. people are people are screaming and hollering because they've got whiskey in their eyes. And um, I think the only person that maybe has enough sense or, or who can deal with that kind of pain that would be your cane in the ring. Okay, mm-hmm. um, he he's the guy. I mean, he had you know all this. He had burns and stuff. He can deal with some whiskey. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna say the Irish are not feeling to be fueled by this Irish whiskey. <laughs> That's a good point. It's Alexa. Um, of course, you've got how many? Wait, how many Irish guys do we have in the ring right now? Or one or Balor, near the Balor, ring? Balor's Irish. Balor's the only one. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking Balor because they're both Irish. Okay. Um, so, so it, all the chaos that's happening right now. Okay, who do we have outside the ring? Who do we have inside the ring? Basically, everybody. We got the whole scrum of people that aren't in the match, plus Cody, who I think, I think probably when because. Uh, Stone Cold immediately stumps Triple H first. I think Cody, <laughs> I think Cody uses this opportunity to get back in the ring. So that, Mike Ryan, you're out of here. So yeah. Mike Ryan's done. So that's what's happening. Everybody's yeah. dealing with whiskey eyeburn. Yep. Um, and, and, and Mike, a.k.a. Stone Cold, he hops in the ring, and he starts stunning everybody. Okay. He's just destroying the whole okay. ring. Like, like, he did, uh, like, like he did back in what, like the late 90s when he cleared the ring, when they had the, the, the invasion angle yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Instead um, of, oh, oh, hell yeah, it's come on, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never walk alone. Watch this. Yeah. You'll never walk at all. <laughs> You'll never walk at all. <laughs> You'll never walk at all. That's awesome. That's good. Okay. This is how actual WWE booking meetings go. I mean, it's not that far off. <laughs> um, 
I, I think that we've got uh, outside the ring right now. We've got uh, Kathy Ryan and Amanda Duffy going at it. Okay. Uh, Stephanie mm-hmm. McMahon and right. uh, and uh, and Brandy Rhodes. They are uh, they're duking it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandy, who is not the most gifted wrestler of all time, um, she's probably taken some serious damage here. Okay. Um, but somehow turns it around uh, when there's a distraction. What kind of a distraction? The distraction is. Okay. The lights go down. This. And you hear one note. And it's one of our drummers, Tim Daly, <laughs> as the Undertaker. Tim's the Undertaker. Tim Daly what? is the Undertaker. <laughs> This is some WCW level booking right here. This is some TNA booking. So now, this yeah. is it is just the it is the match of from hell. You've got King, you've got Tim Daly, the Undertaker, in the middle. You got all kinds of stuff. Okay. By God, King, it's the Undertaker. Oh my God. So okay, so immediately Take Kane, it back to hell. Kane, <laughs> Kane and Paul Bearer. Are are not on good terms with the Undertaker right now. Okay? Right. So they immediately, uh, Paul Bearer slams the urn down in the ring and he says yes, and the Undertaker steps out of the ring, and they proceed to chase after. Well, slowly walk mm-hmm. after Kane. Lurch. Um, I'm sorry, Kane and the and, and Paul Bearer walk after the Undertaker as the Undertaker just stands silently up at the top of the ramp. Um, they approach him and I, hey, they battle it out there at the top of the ramp. And it sounds like because of that, Kane is no longer interested in the match. It's well, you know, I think at least for the moment, there are no countouts in a fatal four-way. That's okay. right. I think okay. him and the Undertaker kill—they practically kill each other up there at the top of the ramp. Okay. Uh, Paul, you know, he he tries to throw the urn in there and pop somebody with it. Um, I'm I'm sure that you know Yokozuna is backstage somewhere doing Yokozuna things, laughing. <laughs> Um, not at dead. At that point, he gets like, like Paul Bear gets turtle shell. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> There's no casket that can fit me. Um, so, so, so Kane has essentially been wiped out of this match because of right. the Undertaker. Now we've got Cody Rhodes in the ring, we've got Finn Balor in the ring, uh, and we've got Brett the Hitman Hart, who is probably, you know, hey, what's going on? By the way, we haven't included Jim the Anvil Neidhart whatsoever. He's definitely like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like him just doing that the entire time. <laughs> No, I think this is. I think the hitman recognizes this as his opportunity. Cody's been out there scrapping. Finn's a little tired from going after Kane. Uh, I think he waits for one of them to take the other down, get a little bit of advantage. I'm thinking that's probably going to be Balor, at least initially, knocking Cody down, and then I think Bret Hart starts to lay into uh, lay into Finn. I would throw this in. There is perhaps another wild card. Mm-hmm. Because people do, on occasions, come from the audience. Right. Mm-hmm. And in this instance, it would be Jimmy Hart with his megaphone. Oh! <laughs> and he would, I would think, perhaps blast Balor with said mm-hmm. megaphone, creating an opportunity. So yeah. you have to, we have to associate that with one of the... I say we associate that with John Harper. Yeah, yeah. That's so John Harper is right the Hitman Hart. Harper, yeah, no, he's not Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart. Okay. You hear that, John? You're being represented by John Jimmy Hart. Hart. You're being represented by Jimmy Hart, so you know what you got to wear next week. Yeah. got to wear a jacket with notes on it. The mouth of the sound. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Coach, we got, we got, we're invoking the time limit. you got one winner. One minute, pick a winner. Kane's out. He doesn't come back. Finn Balor's about to – he's going to do the coup de grace on, um, on Cody because Cody's wiped out in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Finn comes off. Uh, Jimmy Hart hits him in the ear with that megaphone, throws him off. <laughs> John Harper, you dirty, you dirty son of a bitch. Um, he does not land the coup de grace. Yep. Um, uh, Cody gets his butt up off the ground uh, while Brett is biding his time. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody catches uh, Cody catches Finn with the uh, oh man, I, I don't know if either of you all can help me out. What's crossroads. His, his yeah, he catches him with the crossroads. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he stands up right from it. Hart takes him down with a leg sweep. Yep. Climbs up the corner, drops the elbow. The whole time, Brett, with all of this chaos, cool. all, of Collected. The, all of the craziness. The best there is, the Brett, best there was, that's the right. best there ever will be. He walks up, and he puts on the sharpshooter yep. in the middle of the ring, and that's it. Nice. I mean, that's that's got to be the way that it goes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're saying that the winner of this match is going to be Magnus Rasmussen. Brett the Hitman Represented Hart. by Brett the Hitman Hart. And based on your form lately, Magnus, that's that's good. That is yeah. good. He deserves it. He deserves to win. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, here's to our winner, Magnus Rasmussen, the greatest loose city wrestler of all time. Can somebody give me some kind of booze, please. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy now. Pick a bottle with something in it. Pick a bottle. We got an extra chair. Hey, Taylor? We got, an extra, we got a chair over here if you want. Is that okay? Is that okay? I don't know if you're going to be on the camera. I've got to kill that. Yeah. Oh, okay. you got to kill it, man. Oh, 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 oh that is so good. Oh, what, is what is that? You missed the... Uh, you missed oh, the this is the... Uh, you missed the rosé. Let me do like this so we can all... Yeah, that is good. All right, so folks, we're going to have a wonderful discussion here now. We have James Pizzolatto, the king, and Taylor Sorrells, who's been around forever, which is why we wanted to have you on here, because... You guys are doing the guy who just really old. Why don't you jump into the intro, uh, interview or whatever? Uh, yep, that's what I'm going for. And uh, I want to thank you guys for coming along. Um, so first, just a couple minutes uh, for for the for the people that have not been around, because I have friends from Jersey that watch this. Actually, I have friends from Jersey, which is I know that's a shock. But James, if you'd like to go first and tell everybody a little bit about yourself before you came to Loose City. I know you're from Boston, <clears throat> you rat bastard. Yeah, that's right. Um, from so, and I say Boston because that's like the only place you know. Right. Actually, I'm from south of Boston, right off uh, Cape Cod, where in Massachusetts, home of Gina Davis and the oldest functional nail factory in the country. It's where the guy who invented the shortstop and the bunt is buried. Who did that? Gina has a oh, great last name. <laughs> she has a great last name. <laughs> She's great in a glow. Yeah. I said she has a great last name, too. Oh, it's good. I actually grew up around uh, a couple of houses down from her parents, who insisted you call them Grammy and Grampy Davis. Odd. Um, but they would leave tomatoes in our mudroom, and that was cool. They were very nice. <laughs> Like, she's Groundhog Day, right? No, that's like Andy McDowell. Oh, that's right. I'm going to try to get Taylor to sit a little She's Beetlejuice. Oh, that's right. Okay. These are a little bit. Keep coming. She was a little bit with Lloyd Petty, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. Nailing it. So got to come over a little bit more. I'm sorry, buddy. I hear you. There we go. There we go. I get half a face. Okay. Nice. So you're from Boston and or the area? Yeah, from the area. Um, kind of lived up there. Both my parents are from Long Island, mm-hmm. so you know that's you know kind of my background. So actually, you hear more of a 
Long Island, well, New York Island. accent. Yeah, then you do hey. anything from Massachusetts or Boston. Um, moved down here about almost 10 years ago now. And, you know, for my time here, you know, I love Louisville. I visited before I moved here. It's, you know, I really enjoyed the city. It's for its size. It's one of the few seasons in our country has all the major arts. Love it. Um, but, like, I never really felt a real connection to anything specifically in the city until this team Sorry. came. Um, I'm a big soccer fan. I grew up, you know, I played soccer and played a lot, like, recreational intramurally in college. I actually went to school in upstate New York in Saratoga, another big racing city. And I was the goalkeeper of the championship team uh, the year that I worked at the racetrack. So yeah, nice. that was rad. Yeah, well, by far the most massive person on the field. So <laughs> I'm blocking a lot of shots. <laughs> and I'm slightly more agile than I look. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so, like, I've always been a big soccer fan and soccer and hockey. Um, obviously baseball, too. But um, we don't have hockey here, and you never will. And I mean, they tried. They tried it failed. We had the I tried to take, I tried to take my daughter to a, a U of L hockey game, and they have a club team, not even like a school team. It got bumped 45 minutes for a birthday party free skate. So that tells you how much hockey is valued here in the world. But when I heard there was a soccer team, um, you know, Brains and I, you know, good buddies, we were both psyched, and we got season tickets, and that was it. And this has really been. For, you know, and I lived here probably for about six years before this team came, or a little bit less, I guess five. Um, but that was really like the first thing about Louisville that I really felt connected to, and that really felt like it was mine. And, you know, just early on, you know, game two is where I met Jorge, and we like, you know, hit it off and had a ton of fun. And, you know, Joe, we met you and getting you on the drums and doing all that thing. Then we learned that like, you were judging band competitions that, was, that I was performing in. Like, <laughs> we're the Vikings of Warham. Yeah. So, like, you know, just, like, little things like that. It's like, holy shit, like, how do you end up in Louisville and doing marching band, find someone who I'm judged you? I'm going to tell you something. New England marching band directors are the biggest pricks on the planet. I ain't kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're just the worst. You'd have critiques after the shows. And I'm judged all over the country. And... Every other part of the country, even New Jersey, they were fairly friendly. You go to Boston in that area, where, man, you do critique, and they come in, and you judge the band. And what they do is you give them a score, but they get to come in afterwards, and they all get to take turns and ask you about the score. Grill you about your come on, that's man. They're just, like, giving you crap. And I'm like, dude, sorry. Thank you, bud. Our band director was formerly the uh, the marching band director of the U.S. Marines. Oh. That was his job prior to coming to my high school. God knows why he did that. that yes. Right, right, right. Considering what a ragtag bunch of miscreants we were, it was a culture clash to say the least. So Taylor, you're from this area too, aren't you? Are you originally from this? Yeah, born and raised, and I, actually, I, I I did one of those weird things, you know, 23andMe ancestry and stuff like that, just uh -huh. to kind of. Uh, apparently, my family has been living here since like the 1700s or something like that. So all of it was just Louisville. Yeah, we don't get out. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm native. And you have your family, uh, a wife, kid. Yeah, I've got a, a wife and three kids. And uh, we're talking, And I know that you're doing the doctor thing right now. You're. I'm somewhere. done with the doctor thing. You're done with the doctor thing. And Dr. Now King. You're officially a doctor. Oh, Doctor King. Really? And, and Dr. Brains, he was Dr. a doctor Brains, well before Dr. I was because yeah. his stuff. I know together. you're a lawyer. Right. Right. So mm -hmm. we're surrounded by very smart people. That's mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely people who can do schoolwork. 
So the broke memorization. So definitely want to ask some questions about where you think, let's start with this. Uh, from the beginning to now, everybody's going to say it's been amazing. I mean, everybody should say it's amazing. Two championships in four years. Yeah. Right. Two uh -huh. championships in four years. Being alive. Spoiled rotten. <laughs> yeah, right. So you, you were here. You were here with the Coopers originally, were you not? Were uh -huh. the original Coopers? Yeah. So when those, when that group of people started this up, obviously you're going to say that you had no idea it was going to be this big. What was the anticipation of it? <sighs> What do you mean by anticipation? What, what, what did we expect? Right, right, what you expected. Uh, you know, pro sports in Louisville have always been tough. Right, right. Because uh, you're competing directly with UofL, which is run like a professional sports organization, for better or worse. Uh, and, you know, there, there, there's other things like that. We, you know, I just wanted the team to be able to, to survive four or five years. And if it could do that, then I, then I thought it, could, it might have some legs, you know. But the first game exceeded expectations. The first season exceeded expectations. Like, you know, and the, the, I think the smartest thing, and, you know, there's fun stories that probably are never going to be told in public about what all happened with the ownership and, and management and things like that, uh, even before the team even got here. I mean, I'm talking, I literally want to throw myself off tall buildings at multiple points. Before. <laughs> I mean, think about how we got Amanda Duffy and how late in the game that well, was. No, that, she, she got that by default because we I had know. Joel Buchholz. Who is supposed to? Who you know knows his stuff, but they, I, I don't know. I like Jordan, so I'm not gonna throw him on the bus. But it was just a really in, interesting situation because of the dynamic that presented itself between ownership and management. Uh, and like I said, you know, Jordan didn't even make it to Thanksgiving the first right. the, the first year. Uh, and then you had Amanda, who who ended up doing a really good job keeping the ship pretty steady because she. One thing about Amanda, uh, she commanded respect from sure. just about everybody. Right. Uh, and so that helped a lot with that, with, with all that situation. But in any event, yeah, what, what we, what we hoped was we just wanted a team to go watch. Right, right, right. Uh, and you know, the fact, you know, the fact we made the conference final the first year was, uh, was the freaking icing on the cake. Like we did not expect to be there, you know, but I, I like the other, the other genius hire was, was O'Connor, obviously. I mean, he, you know, I was legitimately concerned around this time last year. Like, is this going to work right. without him? Uh, and thankfully, you know, the, the ship seems to have righted itself. You know, we've had some bumps just like any, uh, wouldn't have had, would not would not have not happened with any other, you know, situation. But uh, it's good to see that there's, you know, we we learned a few lessons from that. And there's now like a bunch of procedures and, and things in place that will keep us. Keep me from feeling like the ship just fell off at the edge of the Kyrie Irving's Earth map. <laughs> uh, you know that that's, that was what I was scared of, and thankfully, obviously, it didn't happen. I mean, all of a sudden, we win six in a row and then pull up place for the playoffs, and nobody's even having this conversation again. Right. Uh, but did you know? Yes, it's awesome. Did I expect it? Of course not. Uh, but it's the and but I, I've said this a lot of other different places too. The reason this is going to continue working is because of that building with the building over in Butcher Town. Without that, I I would have serious concerns because sure. because they're lighting money on fire at Slugger. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, and they're they're doing as the best they can. They've done they they've maximized the the monetization as best they can without looking like they're maximizing everything, which is good. That's what you want. It's smart business. Uh, but the the stadium is the game changer. That time, you know, it's not going away. And then you know, we grew up in in cities that had you know college sports was not the priority. Um, you know, Boston obviously huge. You know. Uh, Yes, everything with the all four major oh, yeah. sports. So, so you're champions. So you're coming to the first soccer game, 
And um, look, I can talk about the Yankees. Don't talk about championships. Okay. So, <laughs> who won the most recent, my friend? And how many times did the Giants beat the uh, the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl? Hey, Giants were saying <laughs> that's the best part. From Long Island, they're my second favorite they, team. There you go. So I'm just being a douche. So so you come over. If we come from big big city areas, and when we're here in Louisville, Louisville didn't have any professional sports. What did you think? I mean, what, did you have any? I mean, obviously, you know, you're talking about not having any anticipation. I mean, you were here, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what? I mean, to me, there was no expectations. I mean, I know it's soccer in Louisville, right. and so I'm not expecting anything crazy. I'm I'm shocked that we even got this, you know, because I know we have a very diverse population of immigrants and refugees with uh, Catholic charities being here, you know, like we have the second biggest Cuban population outside of Miami. Miami. Like that's like, yeah, really? absolutely. Come on. Union City, New Jersey. Really? This is it. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. you, that's, that's pretty awesome. So I, I mean, I mean, I'm not saying well, I'm sorry, but Hudson County, uh, where I grew up, Union City had a massive Cuban population. I mean, uh, you know, and, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or has, or has, has uh, other than Miami, Louisville is the number two city in the United States that holds the biggest Cuban population. Because right. yeah. of Catholic charities, awesome. yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so we have a huge immigrant refugee population. So I knew there was interest in people who love soccer. Well, Cuban and, love baseball, let's clear that up. Well, that's, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, Boxing. Yeah. And six, seven charities. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... You know, so I knew there was a, a group of people here in a population who was diehard. So, like, that was their number one sport. Um, and I knew it wasn't the people who were going to be at this game and who were bringing this sport to our city. Um, you know, like, it's just the, the facts. I mean, it's old white guys with money, and that's not a knock. I mean, like, that's who you need to run a sports team, and I'm glad we have them. Um, but I had no expectations besides I'm just so happy a sport that I love is here right. and it's here as a professional team. Mm -hmm. And that that's that's what mattered to me. And that I had, you know, two great friends who were like into this and who got season tickets with me and that we were just going to go to these games and just be thrilled that this sport that we love was going to be present. And I never expected that that would be the case. Right. Right. And so to me it was like, kind of like, Ori, like I was just happy this existed, and I was going to go, and regardless of what the outcome was going to be, I was happy to just have that, and I was going to throw it my all from the get-go just because I was just, like, again, like, even before the season started, this is the first time I felt connected right. to something in this city that felt mine that I really felt like in my heart for me. So, like, it was just very meaningful and important and exciting for me. Cool. That's funny. A lot of things fell right that first year, though. Like, A, the, you know, the, the record. But, you know, the opening game, we win against St. Louis, who we decided was, our rival. was going to be our, our rival. rival. Our arch rival. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, like, the best people to hate yeah. ever. Uh, like but, but then, you know, you had that game against Oklahoma City where the, the hail game. Remember yeah. the one so proudly we hailed because it was during the, the, yep, the, 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 whatever, the anthem. Uh, and, you know, I remember Fondy holding some, holding the flag over the girls' heads so she didn't get nailed with, with the hail. Mm -hmm. And that was my son's uh, one of his birthdays, I don't know. He was there. Uh, but, but he, that, that was, was five that years was, ago. Count backwards. Okay, so he's nine, so he would have been five. He was five. Yeah, I think he just turned five or something like that. He was, he's, he's on the plaque. He's a season ticket holder. Uh, but, you know, so he got he got to go to that and saw that. And he, but that was, we ended up scoring like six goals in that game or something like that. So, plus, like I said, 
the, the style was great. So many, so many things went right that first season that kind of made made it so they could convince people to pay up, right. pay the cash call to have the second season. Well, that's really yeah. it. That like the things that to really get interest from, and when I say casual soccer fans, not like in a pejorative way, but just in a way that like people follow a team more when they're winning. Pejoratively might be the biggest word ever used on this podcast, by the way. So thank you. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> But, you know, like, that makes a difference when you're winning and breaking records. Oh, I got I can spell it. A fifth grade spelling word. I would crush that. Anyway, continue. Yeah. But I think that you make a good point. Like, we're not here if that's not a really great season with a lot of great memories. And not just making it that far unexpectedly and almost unreasonably because you've never seen it. But, like, there was just so much that just, like, they were just, it was like ESPN classics right. immediately, you know, game after game it felt like. Yeah. It really and, did. And, it. I, and you got to know because you, you were involved with the Coopers, and I, I, you were doing the, the podcast pretty early, right? I mean, Yeah, we, our first episode was in 2013. Well, there you go. Yeah. And <laughs> so you got to, I'm assuming you got to know the players pretty quick or no? Or? Uh, I mean, they, they were, it wasn't because of the podcast necessarily. I never asked for guests or anything like that when right. I was doing it, but it was just Tim Clark and I. But we're needies, that's what we yeah, do. Yeah, uh, no, like, but we used to, like, but James came one time, and Wayne Sopinel came on one time, and then, like, we'd just be random, and Jordan came one time, and this is back in the early days, but we didn't, like, go out, I, I did not make it my business to deal with any of that, I'm like, if they want to come on, they want to come on, but it, the great, and it's continued, the players are super available. That's what I'm saying, I, it's, it's amazing. They're always super, yeah, like, Matt Fondy would go and do anything. Right, and, you know, if you, and Sean and everybody else. If if you got to speak to them, what 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 were their expectations? I mean, did, were they sort of like totally freaking stunned by this? I mean, what, I mean, what do you think? I, I think it depended on who it was. Okay. Uh, you know, because you had guys that were veterans. Like we, it was a very interesting uh, group of, of of players that first year. We had you had guys like Brian Burke and Fonny who sure. been around the block, this minor league soccer thing, and kind of knew <clears throat> knew what to expect. But we, you know, we did a lot better. Like who else was drawing well that year? Like Sacramento, Sacramento was still drawing well. Atlanta, Atlanta City had been really, had done really well. Oh, yeah. USL, that's kind of it. Uh, you know, Richmond did did about what they do now, so nothing different, and, and Charleston, Charleston and stuff like that. But it wasn't. It became a big deal fast in in Louisville, and I think that really, I think the players definitely noticed, and they really appreciated. They had never had anything to say other than it is so much fun to play games now, even if they play in that crappy field right. and all that right. stuff. The the crowd makes it. Like it, it, it makes it worth it. Well, I can say that talking to some of the people behind the scenes, too, that that's what you would hear a lot is that players from other teams would approach to be like, I want to play here. Oh, yeah. Or like being in the dugout, you know, like as, you know, being on the bench for injury stuff and saying to, you know, uh, Brandon Morris, like, is it always like this? Is like, this is nothing. Like, you have no idea. And other players and other teams were just like, we don't get this welcome. Like people in costumes and drums and like all this wet, like we don't get anything like this. Even if the numbers were the same, it, there wasn't that same level of just like over the top enthusiasm. Right. Freaking Louisville, man. Yeah, man. So, Even weird. <laughs> so out, out, you're talking about the culture. I'm going to ask everybody this. Uh, you all can touch on this. Outside of this group, I mean, that's going to be an obvious, you know, obvious uh, answer, but name one person, Matt, starting with you. Oh, what? That, you met that has nothing to do with this drum thing, or has nothing to do with the you know this 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 part of the supporter thing, mm -hmm. that has had an impact on you. 
<laughs> nothing to do with the drum thing. Just, just somebody that's a supporter. Somebody that's a supporter okay. that you became tight with that had, you know, and how, and how that all together. Yeah, yeah because I mean, because this is going to be an obvious conversation. Yeah, this but, is the obvious. Right, but there's, um, but there's probably a supporter. I mean, yeah, try to think of a supporter that has nothing to do with all of that that you'd mention, say, like, I met this person and this person is, you know, and this is how we met, whatever. Okay. Um, or short, short of like the people here and like the rest of the drummers, it's pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. um, I had known Adam Watson from ATG, okay. but like just because we went to the same high school at different times, we had mutual friends, but I didn't really hang out with him and talk to him much until the soccer games. Okay. Ended up drinking with him for some commercials for podcasts. That was pretty fun to drink. Hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. James? Trying to persuade our mutual friend <laughs> Joe to come, things like that. Classic. Yeah, I mean, I think actually it's a good point. Like Adam's, I think, someone who – you know, we've gotten really close with good buddies, and obviously he brewed our beer, and, like, we do a lot, and we, you know, sometimes... I can't imagine this without the ATG and Adam doing his thing. I can't even imagine. Right. brew a beer, and you just kind of took the name? No, no, okay. we we did our thing, which is where we said it was happening, and we kept <laughs> oh, okay, saying okay. it was going to happen, and then finally, this is before we even really knew him, he finally, after a game, said to us, let's come talk about beer ticks. And, like, that was it. it was, we just willed it into reality. But I would say Adam is, is definitely, like, one of the top ones. Um, and, you know, Anthony and Jordan, who are really fantastic, love those guys, and they're really great friends. Um, James and Kate. Kate is Lou City Louise, who wears the Louise Belcher bunny ears. You know, they're – and now, we're like, it turns out I moved, and they're, like, half a block away from me. And so we hang out all the time, and they're really good mm -hmm. friends of mine, and I'm really grateful. And so you know, we do curling together like we were just talking about. So You do curling, you said? I went to a curling class, and now I'm joining. It was kind of like towards the end of the season last time, so I wasn't going to pay full price. It's just drink beer on ice. Great, 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 great time. Is there a guy named Scott running the class? Probably. Okay. No, I work with a guy named Scott who runs a curling class. It's, that's it, because there's only one. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Derek. Brandon Beaven. Okay. Brandon and I started hanging out. Um, I, I I think I just walked past him one day and I said, "Hey, what's up, man?" And uh, he just started talking to me. He's a real social guy. Um, we became friends, and I mean, hell, we when when Fallout '76 came out, uh, rest in peace. <laughs> um, it, Brandon and I power leveled <laughs> Fallout '76 together. And man, we had so much fun, and and that's what we would do. We would play Fallout 76. We talk about soccer, um, <clears throat> and I'm talking like three weeks straight, man. We were up all night, like <laughs> we we've all been there. We know. <laughs> we we would take a break to put our kids in bed, and then you know we'd come back and play some more. And uh, I mean, he's he's had an impact on me. I mean, he's uh, he's in a lot of the same stuff that I am, and I, I'd have never met that guy if I hadn't freaking walked around the parking lot of the tailgate, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's. I mean, that's just something that I look at. I want to say too much to jump back real quick. Sorry. Sure, but like, no, also, I, I need to throw out just something people who, like, I just love and mean a lot to me. But Rob Thump and, yeah. and Jen. And they've been coming to my Friendsgivings. You like, and there's not many people. It's just, like, the four of us, and we are eating, and they're getting some normal food. But, you know, like, those are – and Thumper, like, he lived across the hall from me for a mm -hmm. while. Like, and those are just people who I really value and are good right, friends. Right, right, right. And so I just wanted to make sure that they got, they got mentioned. I mean, I, the list is long. Yeah. Because yeah. the truth is, like, just, I don't, in I don't, alphabetical I don't want, order. I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to, like, make people feel slighted. It's just, you know, there's got to be. Right. The whole point is 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 reaching out to somebody and, and having somebody in your life that you would have never had. Oh, the truth is I wouldn't have ever met anybody that I'd do little silly stuff with. Because 
the people that I so socialized with thought I was weird for, for having anything to do with any of it. So do we. <laughs> but, but, All your proper lawyer friends in their wigs? I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, you know, I, I played golf growing up, okay? That's, that's, that's the right. kind of thing that we're dealing with here. So, but it's been a really cool cross-pollination, which and it's a surprising one, uh, between the, the types of people I've gotten to be friends with because of Little City and the Coopers and soccer. I want one. Lisa, <laughs> yeah. Lisa, if you want to grab, Lisa, I'm but, sorry. I, we don't have another chair. I want you to come over. If you want to grab a, a stool or something or whatever, I, I'm sorry. It's like the Grand Rapids movie. Yeah, yeah, I feel bad. I, I, I don't want you. Please. I'm no, the, group, the group of people that, that I've been able to get. My dad bought. I didn't even know. My dad bought season tickets. My dad does not. You know, he's a traditional American sports guy, just like all of our dads. I'm right, sure. Right, 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 right. But he was on the train, but probably to support me more than anything. And tickets were dirt cheap back then. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but I, I think Here, that's why. Share. You know, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have gotten to know anyone. Right, right. Probably like, but because yeah. it, it doesn't really, it doesn't. The streams don't cross awesome. all that much. Look at this. Look at this. Oh my gosh. Who's that? I'm sorry. My favorite part about those is that is that I would I'm so happy that it happened. Right. Not for you know taking the the fun soccer part that and the uh, the other fun opportunities that doing Cooper's like being involved with Cooper's and the website right. and podcast and all, all those other fun things that that have gotten I you know I never would have gotten to know Brian or Matt or Tom Tom who grew up with my wife right uh, or you guys you know so many fun interesting people that I would never have. Probably never run into if it hadn't been for for Little City. I thank God that it happened. Right. Jorge, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, so glad that you know yeah, he's yeah. crazy. He had to go do all the things. Yeah, <laughs> all the things. So many people. I mean, you, right. Michelle, um, some of the yeah, owners right. that I know that I worked with in the, the ER okay. that I've gotten closer with them. Mm. Pradeep and uh, Jeannie. Um, just I, I got to ask you this, if, if, as a nice, this off the cuff. Have you ever had someone come in that you were while you were working and they were hurt or something like that? Has that happened yet? Like you said, you were a nurse. Yeah. Like yeah. who? Like I don't want to stop who. Pippa, that Pippa. People were hurt. And they said a nurse. You look like. What I'm saying is that. Oh, like, you mean at the game? Yeah. Yeah, or match. Sorry. Um, yeah, people come up to me and they're like, Lisa, can you help me? And I'm like, I'm yeah. Dehydrated. Right, right, right. That's right, right. Like, a band-aid. No. Oh, let me tell you a funny story. Go, go. Okay. So. I've been shaving my legs since I was 12 years old. Me too. But I'm still not good at it because I'll cut myself Me all the too. time. Right? Okay? I know I'm here with a bunch of guys, but I hope you have sisters or wives or something. So I was at a game one day, and I needed a new Band-Aid. I needed a new Band-Aid, right? Have you ever been to first aid? No. No. I don't at, the state, I don't, at the, at the, the state? state? Yes. No. I wanted a Band-Aid. I was not, I just oh, needed man. a new Band-Aid. <laughs> you brought your like, well, insurance card. Dave, Brandon Morris's job. Dave, he was on the field. <laughs> uh, form. Yeah, form. I just said, pack. I'm a nurse. Guys, I, just need a, I just need a Band-Aid. <laughs> just need a Band-Aid. Yeah. No, for my knee right here. Well, how did you do that? What happened? Made me fill out two forms. And I'm like, Band-Aid. So I always have a band-aid in my purse bunch now. Bunch of lawyers in that ownership group—they're not stupid. They yeah, they just gotta go to like the concession stand. They got like a first. Yeah, that's they what just you give do. it to you. That's, what you that's why I have band-aids in my purse all the time now. Really? Yeah, okay. because okay. I'm not going back to first aid. <laughs> right, right, right. Just half, half the game. Right. Like, there's life going on outside of these walls. I gotta get out of here. Right. I, one of the, the guy that I met that well, one of them, I've met so many people, but Jim Tosh. Has been a he's he's, he's just a, a nice guy. great guy. Mm -hmm. When you're when you're the parent of a player, 
you you can take the opportunity to be aloof. You know what I'm saying? You can you can you can do that. You know, and no one's and then no one was going to question you. He doesn't have to. Him, they don't have to do that. And and hang out. We're going to we're going to go see the Giants and Bears play in November. I mean, he's just he's a great example of somebody that I, I'm so glad because of the soccer thing that I met because I'm he makes me he, he's a friend. You know, yeah. and and that's kind of what this whole thing is about. We were talking about the uh, the community thing before, and, and after a while, the wins and losses are great. You know, we, we win a lot, we've, and thankfully we're winning again. Yeah. However, regardless of how it's getting Brett done, Estes. Brett, Brett Estes. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. I don't know. But the winning and losing is, is, is I don't know, that's great, but hanging out with people that I haven't had an opportunity to ever, where well, I, I would never definitely have met, is, to me, is, it's more, that's more important. And then what I want to lead to is, is the community thing. And what do you think, I mean, I, whatever order you want to talk about, Reaching out to the community is something that we're really engaging in this year. It's it's happened for the first time in, in, that I've been here. I mean, we tried it, and the Angel Share thing is fantastic. Michelle and, and Sean have been tremendous. I'm so happy that they've taken that. Right. Yeah. I really am. What, just brainstorming. I mean, we're talking – next week we're going to talk about a fundraiser that we're going to start up next week. But um, not just outreach from a fundraising standpoint, but an opportunity to sort of reach out, not to help the team, but to help the community. Like an open the team. type thing. Does that make sense? Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's just, you know, and we've in our own like small group thing, you know, and just tweeting stuff out and doing that way, we've engaged in a lot of different charity work on our own and in collaboration with the Coopers and all the other supporter groups. Mm -hmm. I'm had great success. I mean, shit, right? To shave my head and beard, that was a miscalculation <laughs> on my part. <laughs> but we raised thousands of dollars that I never expected, and exactly. that was awesome. I mean, the last 500, I think, was put up by um, – uh, Melissa's wife, who just was doing it to spite me, which I love as a New Englander. It's, yeah, like that's what I love about her, which is why I really love her. And we are not Facebook friends, okay. and we never have been, and we probably never will be. That's our relationship. Yeah. But you know, like that to me is really important. Like I said, we do a lot of stuff, and I always reach out when we're going to do any type of drive to Americana Community Center, Kentucky Refugee Ministries. Um, what do you guys need? Like. It's not about feeling helpful. It's about being helpful. Being helpful that's right. Asking what you need and giving Absolutely. you that. Not just giving you a bunch of stuff we collected so you can feel like we did something good for people. Right. That's not helpful. Then they have to get rid of that nonsense. Uh, like reaching out to communities, asking what they need, and whether that's there or with schools or young soccer programs or just anywhere, like just doing good. In the community, is y'all had y'all had Mario on here yet? Not yet, but we want to. He's, he's the best he's like made. Right. I mean, he's doing fantastic stuff. Yeah. He's mostly under the radar, which he's the way he wants it to be. Right. Uh, and I, you know, had had off to him for that too. But he's doing fantastic jobs. He's taking really taking that ball and run with it. The nice part about the when he got hired, they basically said, "What can you do?" He's like, "Well, just let me do what I want to do. Right. 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 going to be fine." And he's that that's really turned out. Mm -hmm. I'm, yeah, I love that guy. Right, and 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 the the, the coaches that we've had here, I want to, I want to get back to to everything to the the technical thing. We've been lucky. We have been really, really lucky. When you start talking about, it, you go from O'Connor, who I I've said this, and I know I, I don't say this as a joke, and I don't say this just to say to get attention. You know what? Sub him in for Burwalter with the national team. How much better or worse is it? I'm dead serious. I am dead serious when I say that because. What he did to develop the talent here, which a lot of question marks. Granted, there were a couple guys that kind of didn't pan out that we thought would have, but there were plenty of guys that came here that no one thought would be 
anything. How many of our players get poached for higher levels by teams with higher payrolls? I mean, it's because he <clears throat> finds a way to – he found a way to bring out the strengths in people mm-hmm. while masking their weaknesses or – you know, making up for them in different ways. Right. That it doesn't create a hole in our lineup by having this person in there because they have this strength and this weakness. Well, I mean, and Kyle Smith is a classic example of that. Yeah. I mean, exactly. he's, he's Exhibit A. Yeah. Right. Not he's getting minutes. No, mm-hmm. of course not. And Oscar, you know, Oscar, unfairly probably is not going to get to go to, to MLS. He's just, I think he's probably they probably think he's too old. He's, I remember he was on, I forget, I think it might have been Evans' podcast earlier this year. Kind mm-hmm. You know, kind of lamenting that a little bit, and I totally get it. I think he's, yeah. he's spot on. He he could play. He's got two feet. He can do any. Right. He can play fullback. And MLS is not a league. It's just a glut of really good fullback. No, there's so a lot of trash. Can, he can <laughs> definitely play. You guys tell me. Fullback, you think. guys tell me. I've said this. Um, you take away the designated players, and we had Sean Reynolds on here, and he said the same thing. You take away the designated players, the average to okay USL player. The drop off from the average MLS player to the average USL player? It's not big. It's, it's not, not huge. Big. I mean, it, it, I exists. it exists. It exists. No, 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 it exists. I'm not but it's not, it's, you know, it's not. And there are those gems in the USL that, like, look at Mark Anthony K. You know what I mean? Right. Like, who make that transition and. That's an MLS All Star. Right. Like, right. is now, like, yeah. one of the premier players. And, like, and that's, that's in a season. Right. You know what I mean? And a. Obviously, he's a very talented guy with a lot of great coaching and training prior to Louisville City. And you can't help that, whether it's what James O'Connor helped grow in him as well or just helped showcase about him in his system right. that made that transition possible for people to see that, like, we got to get this guy. Like, this guy's got some real talent here, and right. we need him on our squad. Right, right, right. And, and I think the community, the connection, like, the, a guy like Niall McCabe, who has become such – he's so intertwined – from a, a, a community standpoint, not just he's a guy that came through here and played in Louisville trying to get on his way from something else, which leads me to the next thing that I want to ask you guys. I know that MLS is we, – we all have our feelings about it. I'm not, I'm not trying to get to that conversation. The importance of being part of MLS for this team in the future, yes, no, maybe? I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm asking because, I like I said, we all have our opinions, and, and, and but it's just – what do you think? I, I, you know, well, it's an important question to ask because we want the stadium and this team to be here for the next fifty years. You know, so I don't think it does. I don't think it's a necessity. Right. I don't. I, you know, I think, and frankly, it, it's not a reality right now from because right. of the price tag and the TLS requirements and things like that. Like we, we don't meet a lot of the standards. I, we I have don't. a I have a weird opinion on all this stuff, and I don't even know if you all agree with me or not, but. Let's have you, you remember you remember back in the like the late 90s early 2000s when everybody said that St. Louis was the gateway to soccer in the United States. Do you remember that? Sure. Like, that about a lot longer. That, that, that conversation, ago. yeah, that Saint conversation Louis say that for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't mind Louisville being that new team of the, you know, the 2020s where hey, if you want to play pro soccer, I don't have a problem with them saying you need to go to Louisville to do that. Right. I, I like that. Um, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to keep great talent here all the time. Um, but I, I love that thought that, that Louisville could be that jumping point for really talented players. I, I, we're positioned for that to an extent with Hackworth, I think, because, right. you know, you, you know, the results have been weird this year, but you got to admit he's developed a few guys that are playing a whole lot better. Some of that, some out of necessity, 
But then you would have thought, like, I've, I've loved Nap- Napa Matosa yep. since he played in college. But he's been a breath of fresh air in the midfield this year, plugging a lot of holes that I don't think anyone had planned on him plugging uh, early in the season. Uh, Speedy all of a sudden is a much more reliable defensive midfielder than he was before when he was more of an eight and more of a distributor. And mm-hmm. You can, didn't necessarily count him to put in a tackle or take up space in front of the back. Uh, you know, you know, Ombi's still Ombi. And we, we got the guys up front are, are kind of you know, are what we expect. Uh, but McMahon's sudden resurgence. That has been unbelievable. Uh, is awesome. Uh, and I just think it's, you know, I think it took a while to figure out what, how to tweak all the dials, but the last three games, we look like I we, think that we look signed, like we used to look. I think that signing tweaked his dial a little bit. I mean, because well, they, they, when you hire yeah. somebody that's specifically a right back. I don't even think that is necessarily about Pat. It's more about, I don't, I think poor Sean Francis, who I love, just, yeah, it just hasn't been consistent enough right. this year. Right. Uh, and Pat is the picture of consistency. And I, so I think finally was like, you know what? If we're going to sacrifice a little bit going forward and keeping it, which he's actually done a really good job of, not as he's very cautious, he's, he's smart, he's judicious, mm-hmm. he knows what he can and can't do. Uh, but you know, because Francis is all go all the time. Yep. Uh, but Pat, I think Pat is so much more reliable as far as defense, which is kind of what Kyle Smith did. Not not they they're different players, okay. but Smith was a super solid defender, never got beat. Did, you know, liked to get for didn't. Then you weren't you were counting on him to put crosses in or anything like that. He could, but that wasn't what you asked you're asking to do. And McMahon can fill that role. Yeah. You know, is it is he as good as Kyle is right now? Maybe not, but he's he's doing the job and he's doing it really well. So we, we need more guys. Like you said, he follows Dusty Rhodes' advice. Don't do stuff you can't do. We need, we, need, we need more guys that are brave enough to play the sport with handlebar mustaches, in my yeah. opinion. I'm glad he's your own hair back, guy. That's, that's key. <laughs> I mean, he really is. Derek, Derek, I agree with you with, you know, this is the place if you want to come and play to be the gateway to soccer. I totally agree with that. I think that's great. I told you before, I'm a UK basketball fan. Calipari no, has I been can't. one and done for, you know, years. And if you want to be in the NBA, you want to play basketball, you want to learn, you come to Kentucky and you stay maybe to your sophomore year and then you're gone. So I'm I'm fine with that, you know. And 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 our team, our sorry, our players are so they're good people. (laughs) They like Taylor said, they'll come to any event. They're very available. Um, I mean, they're so such nice people, nice guys. They're they're family guys. They're not out partying. They're not doing crazy yeah. stuff on the weekends. Or Five years, they've the never week. embarrassed us in the newspaper. Not once. Not once. Not on Cheers to that. Four arrested in the... <laughs> they can they're, embarrass they're, themselves they're, in private all they want. Right? But they're, they're, they're good guys. And I can't say that about one pro team. There's always there's always somebody that's you know doing something bad and I just love that about our team. And I've never and going back to what we were saying before, I've never in all the years we've been celebrating, we've done a lot of celebrating. I've never once stopped in the middle of hugging somebody after we scored a goal and say, "Gee, I would have done this with more passion if we were in MLS." I don't ever remember doing no, that. My feeling is like for me, we'll start with it being very selfish. I cannot afford MLS season tickets. And B, what I love is that like. I have Red S's phone number in my phone. And, yeah. you know, like, how many of you MOOCs are, like, Facebook friends with the players? You know, like, yeah. we have a level of – I mean, before the first championship game, I saw Sean Tosh. It's a Yankee thing, Norm. I knew it was something. But, like, before the first championship game, Tosh is, like, tweeting about not having the dongle for his, like, headphones. And I was like, I got you, dude. Where are we meeting? You know, it's like, 
Matt, you have a very nice dongle. Why, thank you. You're I welcome. get that a lot. It's very average dongle. But, like, I love that we had that access and that connection that, you know, like, a bunch of those dudes showed up, like, Jen's birthday, like, at right. the track. I love that connection, and not because, like, I feel special. Because, you know, anyone can have that connection exactly. with the front office, with the players, to feel like you have a voice. Not because I feel like I pay my season tickets. I deserve a voice. No, I just want to feel that I pay my season tickets and I'm valued. Right, right, right. And that doesn't mean I get it my way all the time, but I'm not taking for granted that I'm always going to be buying season tickets because I love this team, even though I'm going to. So, you know. Right, right. Thanks for not taking advantage. <laughs> we have to lose for 10 like we might. Right, right. But I just love that that's the connection that you get there. When I reach out that says, hey, we're doing this charity thing, hey, we'll donate these shoes. Hey, what can I do to help? Hey, you know, Fondy's dad's donating to our charities. You know, he has been on our team for years. Yeah. Like, that's the right, kind of right, stuff right, that right. I don't need MLS because as far as I'm, like, this is professional soccer. Right. Regardless of level, this is professional soccer and it's my team. And, and I love that. And it doesn't, like, the initials of the league should have nothing to do with how much you love a team. And then getting into the next topic is St. Louis. Okay, they just got their, you know, they got they got their ticket to the country club. They got relegated. Oh, yeah. not, not not St. Louis FC, but the city. Right, city of St. Louis, exactly, exactly. So they, they now have a, an MLS franchise. All right, so you have five years of that team playing at suboptimal levels. At but, a high school field. At a high school field. But, but they, they will tell you that the men's national team has played games there. Blah, 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 blah. Right. I mean, right. lots of people have played on metal bleachers, and it's trash. Yeah. <laughs> the women's – I mean, think about the NWSL team that played in Buffalo in the outfield of a West baseball. A hundred – like, a hundred feet by, like, 64 feet of a professional soccer game. Right. That doesn't mean anything. Where you play is not a good indicator. No, it's not. And, and, and you sit there saying to yourself, like, all right, let's say we got that call. Let's say that the city of Louisville got the call, and they said, oh, you're going to get – uh, you're going to get one of these franchises or whatever. Think about what we would gain and what we would lose. I mean, because there are losses there. And, 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 mm-hmm. and like, I, I used this analogy before, and I'm sorry to go back to this drum corps thing, but there was a stadium in Jersey City. It was called Roosevelt Field. And this is where they had this big show every year. It was called the Dream Contest. Roosevelt Field was a minor league baseball yeah. field here. It smelled like urine. I mean, it was you know, it was what you would expect the city near the swamps in Jersey City to smell oh. like. But I'm telling you, Jersey City that makes you think of urine. Right, right. And <laughs> let me tell you, but let me tell you something. You get online and you go to the old drum corps sites. Everybody talks about the dream contest mm-hmm. because it was such a th- there was a communal feeling there amongst all the competitors because we were in this crappy stadium playing the show. Slugger Field. We're going to miss Slugger. I'm telling you, some, we're no, not going to miss. Not. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll miss against the grain being part of the game. I'll but take that That's much. what I'm talking about. We're not going to miss playing on Slugger Field, but we're going to miss the experiences in Slugger Field. I guarantee you we're going to we're going to miss the day. We're going to say, man, it really sucked carrying all that stuff around. But it was kind of, well, we used to carry all that stuff around. Yeah. Matt, I mean, you've been part of the whole setup deal for years. It's a pain in the ass, but still. Yeah. I'm not gonna have to lift barrels over no, the railing. Right. I'll have fond memories. Don't get me wrong. Right, but but having like doing some of the things you have to do at that stupid field because of the baseball. Because of that stupid field. Because that stupid field. Like, like for example, my kids are doing walkout, player walkout on right. the, for the umpteen time or something like that uh, on on Saturday, mm-hmm. and just going down like that that it's a it's a baseball facility and it's designed to be that way and they it's very clear that that's what it's for. Right. Uh, you know, there's like where, where you walk out, there are rakes. There are, you know, all the shit that you need to to, to do all that. 
And I'm just like, man, I cannot wait to get to a place that's purpose built for what we're for what we're trying to do here. And there, like I said, I, I will have fond memories. There's, there were great games, great times had by all. Trust me, we've all been there. I cannot wait to get this. I can't wait to get the new facility too. And I, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is, we've earned this. Oh yeah. We definitely like you said, facility this. is sustainability. Absolutely. You know, it's, the, it's the thing that's going to keep the, the company, the company. Employed. Right. And, and, the, and the, the greater point was being that we've maintained through playing on a baseball field where, where you were talking before, Lisa, where you had to, re, you know, the retracting of the, of the friggin' mound. And playing on that field, which was crap, and still is, and the acoustics in the place suck. So if you're sitting there trying to get chance going on, you can't on, get any noise going. Can't get any noise going. You get boo instead of loop. Right, right, yeah. right, right. And but and then you have we were talking about before before you got here, Orlando leaving the affiliation was a blow. That was no surprise to every. I mean, that wasn't that wasn't supposed to happen. No, but I didn't think we were getting anything out of it, so I didn't know about anything at all. Okay, and that's, and that's fair. But it, there were things that happened across across the across the uh, all of this. They paid our uh, our our uh, entry fee, though. They did pay. How about there's not another purple team and, anymore? And if there's no well, and if there's no association with Orlando, there's no James O'Connor. Probably not. You know, so well, I mean, that, we still have Wayne because Wayne was still yeah. had had his own. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, so you, that was still. I mean, that wouldn't have gone away necessarily. Okay. But there's been potholes in mines that in in all of this, and the field is part of those is part of those potholes. And here we are. Here we have the turf monster. Here we are, yeah. and and I think and it has not it had nothing to do with stupid initials. It had to do with building something that we wanted to be a part of. And I think a lot of people, you know, and this point is a man in a lot of uh, different places. A lot of folks that go to the game have don't even know what MLS is. Right, right, right. Uh, you know, there's a contingent of folks that don't think it's legitimate until, unless you're top flight. And, you know, that's an opinion that you can have, and it's fine. And yet they uh, love, like, college sports. I mean, that's, yeah, right. that's the point. Is that yeah. But at the top level college sports. Right, and this thing is, no, you know, not. you grow no, up. No. You're sitting there playing basketball, but that's because the NBA yeah, well, is only partially playing basketball. Yeah. You're sitting you play, can't play certain defenses in that game. <laughs> you're, you're sitting there growing up three miles from Giant Stadium, and I'm moving to Louisville, and I'm like, uh, this is a step down. You are. That's the way you're thinking in your head when you're 30 years oh, yeah. old and you're moving. And then you realize it's not the case at all. Yeah. Louisville's, Louisville fans and UK fans are just as passionate as any professional sports fan. Absolutely. The point being is that Louisville, yes. Louisville City fans are just as passionate as any fan that, you know, as, oh, yeah. and in my case, four. But <laughs> and, and, Okay, three and a half. I'll, we'll, we'll negotiate. And, 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 but we're just as passionate. The point is the new stadium, everything that we fought – the point is that everything that we've had to deal with being this franchise and, and everything playing in that stadium helped us build a bond to help us create that atmosphere. So I'm wondering in the future, you guys can speak of what you want. In the future, we have this wonderful facility. We have this great field. We have a coach. We have an infrastructure set up. What makes it better? Money and competition. Okay. That's the, that's the, those are the basic answers. Um, and it just depends on, you know, d does the average fan that, could, that goes to a game necessarily care? Maybe not. But, you know, it's one of those things like Louisville wants to be in the same conversation as Nashville sure. and Indianapolis sure. and St. Louis and things like that. And, and they're benchmarks that we don't meet in certain ways. In other ways, we exceed. Right. But in, from a, you know, pro sports lens. Interesting point. Perspective, we don't. And, but, the, but we want to so bad. And, and, and to make a point, that's interrupt, I'm sorry. Well, Austin, now having the soccer team, we are now the largest city in the United States that does not have a professional 
Division One team in any sport. Mm-hmm. They yeah. did, that was on a, a, on ESPN tonight. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's not. But that I mean that's you know it's it's a it's a make you feel good thing. Right. Does it it does it really matter? Probably not. But I mean it you know but for for if you if, you know for people that if, if you're a type of person that wants to be taken seriously and then the the letters on the league are what make you feel that then that's fine. But for the folks that have been coming, no, we don't. It doesn't matter. It's a great pro. It's a great product. It really is. It's fun. It, they run it like it's a professional team. I'm not, you know, some of the some stuff they do drives me a little bit crazy, but that's Jordan's milieu, and I'll let him stick to that. <laughs> uh, but you know, but uh, you know, but they they run it like it's a professional sports franchise, and they treat it seriously. And the, and the, most of the fans treat it seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, you got that fan like you know that Atlanta game. I, I got stories about that, but anyway, you know. People got people were le- genuinely excited. It was like, oh my god, we're fi- everybody's having the same conversation on the concourse at halftime. Right. It was like, oh, you, I, I must have had said the same thing to five different people. It's like, oh my gosh, we're doing the game plan is actually working the way it's supposed to for the first time in God knows how long. But everyone was having the same conversation. Right. And so, you know, I, I, we, we've done a lot of things the right way. Is it would it make a whole lot of difference to the folks that are in the that are in the building? Probably not. But mm-hmm. uh, but from other avenues, then it it, 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 it matters some. I mean, there, there are reasons to want it, but it's not, we don't need it. You actively supported a, an MLS team, mm-hmm. right? And then you, you actively, obviously, you actively support this. Um, <laughs> chime in about that, please. I didn't necessarily, I, I still love Columbus, sure. uh, but I, I didn't, I, I didn't really go up to Columbus for the team, per se. I, I like the people that are up there that support that team. Uh, Kevin McCullough, I don't know, he's probably never gonna watch this, but uh, there, there was a there was a really cool. Wait, I, I know people in New Jersey, but maybe we can make that happen. I mean, I mean, it was I I went up there. I, I spent so many weekends in Columbus with this. It was a group of about twelve to I don't know sixteen people, and we just we had so much fun. Like, I know so much about Columbus now just because great gotta, city, you know. And just, that was one of the first yeah. things that I did was like I was like, hey, like there's no soccer, and I'm talking like all the way back in like the '90s, like when they started the league up and stuff. I'm like, hey, you know, MLS is coming, professional soccer's coming. Um, I, I, where's the closest team? And I I was like looking at Kansas City when they well, had that. I was on a list in '03 when they were doing yeah. expansion. Were they really? But they, we had you expansion. know, we had the potential to do it and. Our good friend Mary, Mayor Jerry Averson said, "No, it's not." Really? Yeah. But the, yeah, the the Kansas City U of L does a lot to block. Oh yeah, like, no, they had a lot of weight to throw around. Even, they weren't even in the ACC. I don't know if they even had had. But they no, but, the yeah. yeah, but even still, it's a matter of they have this is their market. No, and that was the Jerry oh, Cheers too. Who that? Yeah. Okay, well, the USA. And then Patino stopped an NBA team from getting here too. I mean, yeah. that came yeah. out as well. I mean, they yeah. don't want any type. They don't. Want no matter what, it's going to pull from their market, even though it doesn't. Right. It doesn't. And so they're always going to do what they can, whether it's through their own pieces or fundraising or political pressure to um, try to. And that's a manifestation of a larger ethos that our city has sometimes about certain things. But anyway, continue. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah, it was digress. It was a toss-up <laughs> for me. Like, I, I was I was like, hey, you know, where, where can I go to partake in all of this professional soccer? Because we didn't really have anything back then. I mean, we, we had nothing here. Um, I, I don't think it was till what, the mid-2000s when, when we had that Kentucky Thoroughbreds or whatever that played on Central's field, you know? Yeah, we had the Lightning, too, for a little while. But, well, I don't, I don't include the Lightning. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, I, so it was a toss-up for me. I was like, "Hey, I can go to Kansas City and I can watch professional soccer," right. and, and that's back when they had that ugly wizard logo. Mm-hmm. And or I could go to Columbus, yes. and it really 
it really and came up to like, you know, which is the worst drive and Driving to Kansas City, I don't know if you've ever driven through the plains, but it sucks. It's twice as far. Columbus sucks too. But it's, it's yeah, it's true. But, but yeah, I, I went up there initially, and I, I went. I just drove up there by myself one time, and I, I found the guys that were selling merchandise at one of the tenants, and I was like, "Hey guys, you know, I'm up here from Louisville," and they're like, "Oh great, a guy that drove here four and a half hours or whatever." And, um, they just kind of took me in, but and then that's kind of how Columbus took off for me. It was I just wanted to go somewhere where I could watch high-level soccer, sure. and that was like the closest place that I could go. I mean, they didn't have anything like that in Cincy, Nashville. They had nothing. Um, so that's ultimately I ended up going to Columbus, and then it just I, I fell in love with it. I mean, I've still got my bar scars from 2008 back there where they won the championship. I mean, it's like I get a little I get bummed out when people go off on MLS supporters and teams. I don't like that. I don't like the league. I never will. Okay. I don't like the league but either. It has nothing to do with the supporters and the teams. The, the supporters love their teams, and that's fine. That's great. And that's what supporters should do. That's yeah, what you support. 100% agree. You're a fan. That's what you do. You and, support your team. And you got guys, the players. Look, if I had a job offer, um, hypothetically, at a bigger company, let's say I worked at UPS, which I did, and if, F if FedEx came to me and offered me more money for the same gig, I'd probably go. How dare I question somebody in USL if they want to play in MLS? It's the same deal. Yeah. You play one franchise, another franchise offers you more money. So when people, when people, when people, America. <laughs> I mean, you know, you definitely look at MLS a lot different when you're an MLS fan. Because, you know, you, you got these, these teams, that, you know, signing these multi-million dollar deals for these DPs. Right. And you do get excited, like, ooh, because the, they'll make an announcement, you know, it, yeah. new DP signing coming in, and you don't know who it is, and they, you know, they build it and stuff. But, that, you know, that people get excited about stuff like that. They're like, ooh, who are we offering this this mammoth well, salary to? I mean, to be in Orlando, and even at the end of his career, but to, like, say, like, I saw Kaká play, like, yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. Like, even if you say... Oh, Zlatan? I'd pay like, yeah, like, like, I got to see Pele play. Right. You know, I mean, it, it, it didn't matter. I'm sorry, Matt, go ahead. Hey, we got to see GP. Sorry. Oh, you can do it. I'm sorry. I'm tired. You got this. Come on. Get it. Give it a shot. Phoenix, dude. Oh, uh, Drogba. 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 I actually got to meet the guy. It was awesome. That was yeah. awesome. I got to beat him. It was great. We had yeah, sure. Also, also good. <laughs> so when people start talking about, and, and, and the last point, when people start bragging on individuals and, and, and going off on people like St. Louis, they're going to do the, you know, the folk that are their supporters of the team, the vast majority of them that I see online, they, they're looking forward to doing the MLS thing. I'm bummed that they're leaving. I was bummed that Cincinnati left. I'm bummed that Nashville left because you're leaving. Because if you think about what that central conference could have been with Indy, Cincy, Louisville, Memphis, Nashville, I'm not wrong. I mean, come on. It would have been amazing. It been a lot of fun. It would have been really, really good. But, but all right, that's not going to happen. Move on. It's like indoor from the 80s. <laughs> right, right, right. Cleveland Arrows, right? Remember Cleveland? Can't, the Canton Invaders. Yeah. The point <laughs> being is that, all right, they, we move on from that. And the last thing I want to talk about, and you guys jump in wherever you want, it has nothing to do with the initials of the league. It has to do with what we bring to the table as supporters in order to support the team. And we have a nice facility. Nice, You can have... Nobody show up to a nice facility. Okay, so it has nothing to do with the facility. Been in some nice facilities where no one's there. Thank you. Yeah. You know, so in order to in order to sort of build bonds and and try and and, and try and get more people to come to games as supporters, what role do supporters play in that? 
Ambassadors. Welcoming, you're be welcoming. Yeah, ambassadors. You heard Blake. Derek. He went up there. He said, "I'm from Louisville for the game," and they were like, "You drove from Louisville, dude!" Like it's it's that. They were thrilled. People, right. Yeah. It's like when pe- we invite people on Twitter or anywhere else. Hey, come to our tailgate. We got free food, and you don't have to pay for anything. We got you covered. Like right. it's making it whether it's for like traveling, you know, opposition mm-hmm. or new fans. It's saying. You're like we're here for you. You don't have to know anything about soccer. You don't have to ever have seen a soccer game. You're just here, and we're going to show you the best time possible. Right. And you're. It's not going to be like, oh, you call it a field. It's a pitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's not that pretentiousness. It's this is about fun, and yeah, it's about the game, and yeah, it's about the experience, and the people, and the food, and the liquor. If you want to be about that, it's it's about a good time right. mm-hmm. that includes a soccer game and. That's not to take away the focus from the team and the product on the field. And it's about more than that because we're all here and we hang out outside of doing these things. And we've built friendships and relationships. And, you know, they like, you know, Jay Kirkman and Jordan, you know, like, who are like, right. you know, they're their own thing. But like, Jason, good buddy of mine. Yeah, and I, I love Jay. Them, I love like, Jay. They're good people. And I feel very fortunate to know all of you guys and to build those relationships because otherwise, at this point, I wouldn't know anyone in the city to spend time with. And I think it's important because, as Jorge said earlier, you know, when he grew up, there was part, it was part of your being, yeah. it was part of your DNA. And I think that's something that we're all laying the foundation for in this community to make it, you know, soccer be community. Right, you're talking, you're, you're, you, you have two kids, I think? Three. Three. How old are they? Uh, nine, six, and two. So all of them have no idea. I mean, they're not really going to remember. The old, you know, was three, four years old when the team came here. Right. This is part of his life. No, that's part of the reason why we, why I wanted to do this and to, to start the whole thing in the first place. Right. Uh, you know. <laughs> what I, are you doing? I just won an auction on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you win? What'd you win? I can't tell that it's going to be on the next show. Okay. okay. Is, is but I want to see you today. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. I bit sniped it. That's what I wanted. I wanted my kid you know to grow up and, like, have this be part of, like, just part of what he does. Right, right, right. Have, have soccer be that that important to him, like Saturday basketball and football was for me yeah, growing yeah. up. Right. Uh, and, you know, I, I thought, you know, it, it doesn't matter what the opportunity looks like, what the letters in the league are or anything like that. As long as the opportunity exists, I wanted to have that. And so that was a bit – that was one of the, the things that drove me is to – and I, the guys that we we started with were call, all kind of in a similar boat, mm-hmm. JC and Martin, and then you know the list goes on. Uh, but we're like, this is something I want my kids to be able to experience because that's really how you grow the thing. That's, that's right. how that's how it's sustained. It. Always... And you, at some point, we're going to be relegated. Right, right. 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 I mean, like, I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't say that to be defeated. We're gonna, it's just going to happen. You can't sustain that for so long. It's just not going to happen, and that's okay. And it's about building that foundation with youth and that it's not just about the success of the field, even though that's fantastic. It's about supporting your team and the experience because that's how during those lower years or when you're going to get, it's a year where you're getting relegated or you're in the relegated like bottom, like lower tier that you still draw and you can still make it a place where players want to come to grow. But by that point, it's a habit. You don't, you don't go right. because you want to see the team win. You right. go just because that's a thing that you, but you do. Right. Yeah. And, and the, the, the last point of that is because, you know, it's only five years old. I, you know, it's not like we've been here for 50 years. And you're hoping that, you know, I guess I don't want to say we're assuming that it's going to be here forever. 
but we're we're way in a much we're in a much better position than most teams that have been around for five years yeah. from that from that standpoint. And I can tell you specifically. Well, look at Tulsa. Look at Oklahoma City. Right? I mean, there are plenty of examples out there. Look at Charlotte, you know, right. same deal. Because I've been in the situation of having that and losing the team to just disappear. Because when the Cosmos died in 1980 and 81, it hurt because we loved that team. That team was – they were just as big as the Yankees in the mid-'70s because, you know, the Giants were awful, the Knicks were awful, the Mets were awful – you know, the Rangers were awful. All these teams were bad. So the Cosmos come around in the mid-70s, start winning championships. You got 77,000 people showing up for a freaking game. Yeah. And it becomes such an important part of who we are. Losing a team hurts. It hurts. It really, you know, you, I still I still, I still, remember that. And it was brutal. So, and, and the hope is that whatever we do here allows, you know, the, the point being is that what we do as a supporter community is what's going to keep that going. You, you know, want to be Richmond Kickers without the garbage name and garbage logo. Right. A team that's just been around <laughs> forever. And that Isn't going no anymore. matter what, yeah. yeah, like they've got enough supporters and they've got enough history that that team's going to remain. There's always going to be a culture there for soccer, for that team. Again, regardless of the trash around the actual brand. Right. Like that to me is like, that's an ideal scenario. Right. I just always have a team. Yeah. You said yeah. the word culture and that is very important. Yeah. I mean, that's like what Taylor and I were talking about. You you want that to be part of your life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. who you are and what you do. So we've been out here for two and a half hours. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. So, Taylor, thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay. Lisa, thank you. Thank you. James, thank you. We'll Cheers, do this again you. sometime. Thank you. thank you all. Next week, we have Dr. Mark Lynn, and we also have Chairman John Neese. Wow. Chairman John Neese wow. is going to be here. It's going to be a lot of uh, income. It's going to be a lot more responsibility. There's going to be a lot of income in here. No, no, no. no, no. Brad Estes will not be here, but. We said it three times. I say three times as he dis- we disappear or something. Click your heels. I'm not and drinking we, anymore. And we will, also be, we'll also be kicking off, <laughs> we'll also be kicking off, uh, we'll have the representatives. I don't want to let anybody know yet, but we have, uh, we'll have two representatives from the organization that we're going to be doing this fundraiser for. It's going to be a really good one. Um, hope you all are involved in it. Does anybody like, would anybody like to add anything? Derek yes. also is going to have a big announcement with this bit that he won. I'm, I'm going to tell you all off the, off the air. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, for the, for the next show, right? right? I assume this is oh, going yeah. To be. oh, yeah. Yeah, pins yeah. and needles, y'all. There's going, to be, <laughs> there's going to be lots of toasts. Okay. Yeah. Lots of toasts. Um, toaster. <laughs> charity notes. Completely yes. a different charity note than what we normally do. Mm-hmm. St. Louis is doing their Louisville versus St. Louis product where there's a Louisville scarf and a St. Louis scarf. Okay. Oh, a half scarf. Uh, no, there's there's two different scarves. Oh, okay. So $5 of the scarf goes to the charity chosen by whichever team supporters buy more. Oh, okay. So <laughs> shop.stlouisfc.com. I think it's like $22. Get the Louis, buy money. the Louisville scarf. You're supporting charity, and we get a chance to beat St. Louis's supporters. Again. And, Again. Yeah. They, and we get they to tend to raise us if we have these guys. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Everybody, they're really good yeah. at that stuff. So get on it. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. Do it. Yep. yeah. So that's about it. Everybody, thank you so I, much for joining us. I have a rim shot. Oh, God, rim shot. Rim I shot. Have, I have two really quick. Fire a rim shot out. Uh, number one, um, I have something for you that you hey. might, uh, that I promised somebody that I would give you on the air. Uh, this is for Mr. Doug Scott. Oh, hey. And, uh, I, I mean, you shouldn't be surprised, but you might be. But apparently this is something that you ordered and name dropped, Doug Scott, Louisville City Tailgaters. Hey. I delivered the shirt to him for you. You owe me a beer now. 
another group of people who, again, are we glad to have met, like Absolutely. Doug and yeah. Rick and Glenn. Yes, no surprise. Yeah, Glenn. Yeah, I mean that Sean, who is currently like just my heart, like favorite player. Mm -hmm. That he's such a great guy because his dad is such a great dude. Right. I'm just gonna some right now because that's All what right. you do when you get nice gifts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like Christmas. It is like Christmas. Right. Christmas. It is. Christmas. Like, try it on. Try we're, it on. We're, we're planning on doing a Christmas remote, which should be a lot of fun. No, yeah. 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 we are. Yeah. Party? Yeah. At the party. At the party. Okay, well, I'll make sure this happens. Can I like the Halloween party? Right on the door. There is. Looks good. That's it, and I like this part. My little startup. Anybody else? Anybody? I just said I have one more. Um, I just okay, I just okay, want to okay. take one second, um, and I've I've been thinking about this all week. I don't really know why. Um, all of our players. I don't know how many of you guys watch this. How many of them are going to hear this? Um, and, and any of you guys that have kids, and you've got your families here in Louisville that are playing for our team, we appreciate you. I I really appreciate you. I know that the the hardships that you deal with. When you're playing a professional sport, you're not around your family all the time. You've got newborn kids. Now I'm looking at you too, like specifically. Um, I, you are very appreciated for what you do, what you do on the field, and what you do for your families. So I just wanted to say that. Cheers, yeah. It's a big sacrifice. Uh, no. It is. Anything? Uh, the scarf was my part. The scarf was mine. <laughs> and I guess by them, by lots of them, by like 10 of them. Right, the only thing I would add to any of that is if there's anything that we can facilitate to help you get involved at any level with any of the support groups. If you want to play drums, if you want to get involved, just ask. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very uh, accepting group. Please join us. So once again, for everybody that was here, thank you so much. Guys, we're going to run. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.